I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. It's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I gotta play you this, the, uh, the audio from one of the saddest videos I've ever seen. Oh, so there's a marathon. No, no. <laughs> there's a marathon going on, and one of the sort of volunteers who's working for the marathon, they have people at markers throughout a marathon mm-hmm. when you get to like the two hour mark, when you get to whatever, and they sort of help keep pace in specific areas, right? Okay. So when the runners are coming around, these guys run with the runners and they tell them like how far they are, what the time oh, is, nice. how I much time they have that. left, but they're basically running back and forth mm-hmm. uh, throughout the entire. Uh, uh, marathon encouraging the runners to like keep going oh, right that's great and so this poor guy who's been running in the same spot for i don't know how long okay. encouraging others to finish the race is standing there sweating yeah. running back and forth wearing a bright yellow shirt that is covered in blood from his nipples oh my god <laughs> okay no <laughs> so oh. so listen to this no. listen to this poor bastard okay oh, i'm bleeding from my nipples you can do this oh, oh. oh i'm bleeding oh no Two minutes, two yards, go, 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 go. Oh, no. Come on. I'm bleeding from my nipples. You can do this. Oh, no. Oh, no. If you think what you're doing is difficult, I'm bleeding from my nipples. Oh, this poor guy. But. That happens. Couldn't somebody sub in for him while he went and, like, took care of the situation? No, you got to just, you got to pull through. Like in a relay? No, because. Like pass a baton? No, man, because nipple bleeding is like, that's a thing that happens to runners. Yeah. Right? Do you remember the uh, that episode of The Office when they were doing the run for rabies and uh, Andy's nipples started bleeding? Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. bleed. I've never had, I mean, other than the time that I got it pierced by somebody who shouldn't have been piercing anybody, um, I've never had. Like at a professional uh, place or like at Yeah, it home? was very early on, though, it, when, oh. I, when I got my nipple pierced, like very early on. And he used tools that you don't use to pierce somebody. Like what? Like it was just like the wrong kind of needle, and he used a, a ring in like my like a ni- sewing needle. No, yeah, but he used a, a ring in my nipple that like you put in your ear, not through a nipple. Like it wasn't no. one of like the stainless steel ones. Yeah, it was just like a hoop that you bought from the Zellers. Oh, right? what happened? It just it was. Did inf- it get infected? Yeah, for like I don't even know. I think my nipple was infected for like six or seven months. 
right? And then it would bleed every now and then. Ooh. So like I had to, uh, I had to to put because what would happen? Do you want to hear the story or you don't want to hear the story of? of... I don't. But okay, I'm gonna continue. okay, I'm gonna tell a story right now. Okay, it's about a nipple. Okay, um, if you are sensitive to nipples or have sensitive nipples, um, just like distract yourself or whatever for the next like two seconds. Okay, because so what happened was. And anybody who's been pierced, and if you have been pierced and you've gone through something similar to this, please let me know. Okay, so here's what happened. So when I got my nip, this is probably about like, I don't even know, maybe 91 or 90. Like before anybody had anything pierced. <laughs> so I went to this place. It was like a tattoo place. And this guy had just started piercing things on people. And he had never done a nipple before. And so I lie down. And he takes the pinchers and he squeezes it together. And then he puts a needle, which is not a proper needle, but he puts a needle, pops it right through. No! Okay. Then he no! takes, Shem just took his headphones off. No! Again, if you no! don't want to hear this, let me know. Okay. Oh, we're already you going me... down this road. Okay. And then, um, and then he, uh, cause when I booked the appointment, he said that I had to bring my own ring and I said, what kind of ring? And he said, any ring will do. So I went to Zeller's and I bought just regular hoop earrings that were like hollow, like that you just stick in your ears. Like when you get your ear pierced kind of thing, yeah. not the stainless steel surgical grade thing that you're supposed to use for body piercings. And then, so I hand this to him and he pushes it through. Wait, are the, you the, laying down on I'm the table? Lying or down. Are you staying, are I'm you lying standing? down and I have four buddies standing around me who are watching. And one guy looks down at me and goes, Oh my God, I've never seen a nipple bleed before. Right? Oh, tell me yeah. you weren't freaking out. Right? No, it sounds I wasn't. like a scene out of the movie okay. Saw. So then he, he puts this thing through and he clamps it like he just pushes it closed. The wrong kind of piercing apparatus that you that you have. Did he use right? like an alcohol wipe to clean the area? No, no, no. Uh maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then he put like a like a band-aid over it, right? Which hurt <gasps> like hell when I took off. Was because, he wearing gloves? Uh he, mm, I can't be a hundred percent sure that he was wearing gloves. Do you know if he washed his hands? I can't be a hundred percent sure that he washed his hands. <gasps> One would assume. One would assume. Uh so anyway, so what happens is I go home and I'm super proud of my nipple piercing, right? Um but hey, it's everybody a, it's look a, at this? yeah it's a big hole. Mm. And then so what happens is is that you know I thought that you treat it just like an earring where you flip it around and you move it back and forth a lot, right? <sighs> yeah. Okay. So I would I would do that. And then what happens is it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And what happens is that it started to heal, but it started to heal around the ring. Okay. Yeah. And so all the healing that was going on in there was not healing to the actual inside of the nipple. It was healing to the ring. And then one day I woke up and I felt it stick a little bit. And then I was like, oh, maybe I just need to turn it a little tiny yeah. bit. So I turned it and yeah. what came out was everything that had started to heal inside was attached to the ring. Ah! <laughs> and I wound up, I wound up pulling it all out with it. And then starting from, and then starting from zero again. Oh, that's so yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had it in for about ten years after you that. Kept it? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Your story uh. that you were telling uh, has prompted people fans of this show to start texting in nine two five triple five. Oh, Beckett, when I years ago when I got my nipple pierced and it was went so horribly wrong. 
And you didn't use like a proper piercing. I, I didn't know. I didn't know he when he did it. He just put the needle through and told me to show up with my own ring, which you bought from Zellers, mm -hmm. and it was just like a regular hollow fake gold ring that just bred infection. <laughs> oh, and as you were, <laughs> and trying then I, to... and then I twisted it because it started to heal. Right, it started to heal, and I thought it was doing really well. Um, because it was like, but then it was stuck. And then as it was healing, I went to twist it, like turn the ring clockwise in my nipple. And then what came out of the hole was everything that had started to heal uh, inside my nipple was then attached to the ring. And I just oh, pulled so the, okay. I just I'm pulled the, the whole thing. I just pulled I, the whole thing out. I apologize to everybody for asking this question, yes. but I kind of have to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you smell it? Yeah. And? It's disgusting. Oh, I did that when I had my ears pierced. It smells like um, the inside of your belly button. Also, I haven't had a nipple in my, I haven't had a ring in my nipple in about 20 years. And yeah. even today, if I grab it and pinch it and push with my thumb, no, I, can, no, I can get no, stuff no, out of that's it. That's my no, question that's a, is, can we see your nipple now? No, you cannot. Uh, somebody wants to know if you, they texted, and they want to know if you still have the hole. Can you still see? You can still see the hole. But my, it was done so poorly that the reason why I eventually got rid of the nipple ring was because my body started to reject it and so when I finally took it out it wasn't even through the middle of my nipple anymore it looked like it was down at the bottom like almost on my oh, chest really? like it had started to work its way out of my nipple and and the little bit of skin that was over top of the ring became so small that I was worried that I was going to pull it out because you always catch it on a towel yeah. when you're drying when you get out of the shower because you forget right because you forget yeah, or you flop down on your stomach on the bed or the couch, and it's sticking straight out. Oh, and then and that's then, so gross. Okay, and then it gets pushed. Nine two five triple five is how you text in. Here's some text that we're getting. Yeah, I had basically the same experience to the point where my friend is the one who fainted, and I was the one who was getting my nipples pierced. Yeah, a year later, I ripped it right out of my nipple by accident. Oh, uh, Roz. Telling your nipple piercing story literally hurt my nipple. I have mine pierced and never had issues. Yeah. But I felt your pain. Your pain is my pain. Um, when I first met Catherine, I didn't know it. And we were making out one time and I put my hand on the back of her head and my baby finger touched the piercing on the back of her neck. What? She had the back of her neck oh, pierced. Oh, yes, you told this yes. story before. And is I almost still... threw up while I was kissing her. Does she still have no, the piercing? No, is the hole no. still there? Um, never bothered to look. Really? Never you don't bothered. Know. No, she had her nipples pierced and her neck, like the back of her neck pierced. Really? Yeah. I touched it. We were kissing. It was such a beautiful moment, too. Yeah. Like we hadn't been making out even that long. We hadn't even known each other that long. Yeah. And we were making out, and I went to put my hand around the back of her head, and my baby finger touched it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I started like playing with it a little bit, and I realized what it was. Yeah. I almost threw up in her mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so gross. Uh, another text reads My buddy pierced his nipple, and the next day his brother came over, didn't know he pierced his nipple, grabbed him by no. the shirt, and pulled no. and ripped the piercing no. right out. No. Oh. No. No. Another person just simply wrote, I'm here for all the nipple piercing stories. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. 
Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. The battle between millennials and boomers continue. I can't relate because, you know, Gen Z and Tank. Wow, you're Gen Z now, huh? Um, Always have been. Nine years on this show, you said that you were a millennial. <laughs> no, I'm on that border. Oh, oh, so you're cusp. Yeah. I got you. I could be both. I got you. Um, So there was this uh, BuzzFeed put together this list where people were going back and forth tweeting like crazy Boomers love to say this. Millennials love to say that. Okay. I'm just going to sit here in my little... Uh, Boomer jacket? No, my little Gen X perch and just watch all the fighting happen like I normally do. I don't get involved in this stuff. Boomers love to say, I'm videoing this. <laughs> Millennials love saying, F this, F that, this is effed up. <laughs> Boomers love saying, you look good. When they run into someone they haven't seen in a while. <laughs> Millennials love you, okay? Yeah, I'm dying Millennials over here. love saying, so I did a thing. Oh, God. And then that thing ends up being like they Stupid. bought a desk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, boomers love saying they return from Facebook jail. <laughs> Millennials love saying, words are hard this morning. <laughs> Boomers love saying, let me ask you this, instead of just going straight into the question. <laughs> Millennials love saying, an oldie but a goodie, and then sending you like a YouTube link from 2008. <laughs> uh, boomers love saying, just nuke it, <laughs> when something could just be warmed up in a microwave. Millennials love saying, cuteness overload. That's true. Boomers love saying phone tag. <laughs> Millennials love saying doggo and pupper way too much. Oh, God. Uh, boomers love saying, all right, let's do this thing before checking out at a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, millennials, millennials love saying... I was today years old when I learned this. Yes, that's true. You hear that a lot. Yeah. Uh, boomers love saying, that's the million dollar question. <laughs> right. <laughs> Millennials love saying, wait, before like every realization. Right. Boomers love saying, the COVID. Millennials love saying how people win things like win the internet or I just won Twitter. Right. Boomers love saying pot instead of weed. Millennials love to say, you must be fun at parties. <laughs> Boomers love saying, well, I don't care if you're purple. <laughs> you're going to go do this thing. Millennials love to say mood about anything and everything. Uh, why do Boomers love saying, I guess you hated it when you finish your plate of food? <laughs> That's such a dad joke. Yeah. That's a white dad joke. Oh, big time. Right? Yeah. Uh, millennials like to say, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yes, that's true. Boomers love to say the L's in the word tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> tortilla? Uh, why do millennials love saying, 
and go when they ask for recommendations on literally anything. Right. Uh, boomers love to say, not that there's anything wrong with that when they find out that somebody's gay. Right. And finally, uh, this is millennials versus uh, boomers. Millennials, and you are going to love this okay. because I know how much you hate it. Right. Millennials love saying adulting. Adulting. Oh, God. I know. That drives you the most nuts. It really does. That one and man cave are the two words I hate the most. Uh, let me go through some text. Here's what people are texting. Boomers love saying, quote, Looks like they let anybody in here when their friend walks into a bar. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, somebody said, damn, man, I'm a millennial and I don't say any of that. Yeah, right. With everything you've been saying, it sounds like I'm actually a boomer. <laughs> uh, I'm a millennial, but I think I was supposed to be born as a boomer. I'm cringing at half of the sayings that millennials say. Yeah. Somebody else just simply wrote, I don't know if they're Boomer or Millennial. Yeah. They just wrote, I feel seen. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, they did a poll and and maybe it's nostalgia or I don't know what it is, but a, like a wildly high number. 82% of people said that there's nothing more memorable than experiencing something for the first time. And 71% of people, 71% of people wish that they could relive some of their favorite firsts. Oh. Is there a first that you would like to relive? I'll ask you. I'll ask anybody listening right now. It's a tough one. And, and oh. okay, let's just put some parameters on this, okay? You can relive a first. It's not like going back in time. You're not going to affect your future self. Sure. You're not going, like, nothing you like that. You just want to get that sensation It's again. not a back to the future situation where if you go back and, and you use tongue in a kiss that you didn't use tongue in before, you're suddenly going to all these years later be married to that person. Oh. Okay? It's not like, it's not like that. It's just reliving reliving a first Maybe the very first time i spent my own money from working like i it oh. wasn't it wasn't like money that my parents had given me to buy something felt so good huh? yeah that independent feeling knowing that this is the money you worked for right it's your money to buy whatever it is that you want right maybe to go back to experience that some of people's favorite first uh that they would want to relive um not in any particular order uh, getting their first job, I guess that feeling. Uh, oh, yeah, that th too. Their first love, their first kiss, their first pet, their first car, their first concert, their first best friend, uh -huh. the first home, the time you lived on your own, the first time you went on an international trip. Do you have an answer? It's difficult for me. I don't. I don't. I don't generally. More. What's your uh, first that you would like to relive? I was going to say relive some tastes. Relive the first, first time, time I had, had pizza, or first time I, you know, drank uh, a martini or champagne or something like that. You want to relive the first time you <laughs> drank a martini, <laughs> so that you can enjoy it all over. Like, I don't know that, anybody who loved a martini the first yeah. time they drank a martini, or that first time I, you know, I taste beer with my dad. But everybody hated beer the first time oh. you tried beer. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. But he gave it to me warm. So you would like to experience the having sitting having a beer with your dad the first the first time. Absolutely, not the first time you tasted beer. No, the experience. The experience. Yeah. yeah see, I tend to lean on what are people saying uh, that are texting in by the way is how you text first kiss uh skydiving the first time i did that no thank you 
Um, Shannon says here, seeing my daughter get into her university of choice. Oh, yeah, you can relive that. That's a good first. <laughs> I think first on. time going into a pool. This, this might be this might be a troll job. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could relive watching Lord of the Rings for the first time again. <laughs> I don't think that is a troll job, no? to be honest okay. with you. No, I I I wish that. Um, like I there's movies that I've enjoyed so much the first time I saw them and they're just never the same afterwards. Yeah. Right. Like I wish that I could watch, you know, uh, I don't even know. Like I wish that I could go and watch like Pulp Fiction for the first time right now, sure. just because it was such an incredible experience watching movie. Pulp Fiction for the first time. Yeah. Right. Or the usual suspects, which that movie is never the same after you see it for the first time. Um, I always wonder. I never dwell on firsts. Right. Because you tend to remember first. What I dwell on if I dwell on something mm. is that I wish I could remember the last time I did something. Because we never we never make note of the last time we did something. And your memory is terrible. And my memory is terrible. So the last thing could have been yesterday and you have no idea today. Right. Like you, ex- exactly. Exactly. Like, like I, like I don't remember the last time I ever like rode my bike to call on a friend. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, At some point, I did that for the very last time in my life, and I probably didn't know that that was the last time time I was ever going to do that. Hmm. Like, I didn't know that time I grabbed my bike off the lawn, drove two blocks over to whoever's house, Ryan's house, and rang the bell, and his mom probably let me in because he wasn't home from school yet, and I just went downstairs and started playing his stuff. Um, I didn't know that that was the last time. Ryan's mom's so cool. Right, she was so cool. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's tough, though. First, Um, like, would would I want to relive my first kiss no it was awful somebody well uh, in lines with that somebody said uh, definitely not my first time having sex that was embarrassing oh another person said first time i went uh in the ocean on my first ever all-inclusive oh yeah uh first time going to disney world first time uh or sorry relive meeting my spouse right somebody said my first date with my boyfriend the first time i ever went on uh on a plane like i, I went on a plane when i was a little kid but after that my family didn't go anywhere they were smoking on planes back then there was and i thought when i went on a plane um i was flying alone i was flying out to see a friend of mine and i, yeah. I was probably in like junior high or something like that like maybe like 13 or something and i got my ticket and i got on the plane and i just thought it was first come first serve seats right oh, so so i grabbed so anywhere so i grabbed a big comfy one right up at the front don't they get they give you a big button when you're no a no kid? no no, 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 because I was old enough to fly. Oh, right. Okay. But uh, but I just grabbed one of the big comfy chairs up at the front. Yeah. And then right before the plane took off, the, the flight attendant walked over and went, um, can I see your, your boarding pass? And I showed it to her. She's like, yeah, come with me. And then she put me in the middle seat yeah. back by the toilets. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you're back there, cheapo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll read this last one here to you. Uh, first time trying melted cheese because I don't remember it. Oh. I just know I love cheese. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you on that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Mocha, it's Cynthia. How are you? Good, Cynthia. What's going on? So my first was the first time traveling down south to like, you know, a warm country Mm. and dipping my feet in ocean water that felt like bath water. Yeah. First time in the ocean's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. With that sun beating down on your body. Oh, so nice. Because I was so used to like going into cold water, whether it was the Atlantic or, you know, lake water. So I was not expecting that at all. And it was amazing. So my second trip down south, I thought, I'm just going to run in. It was Cuba this time, Veradero. The water looked beautiful. I ran in. And guys, can you believe I tripped on a rock and banged my knee? Oh, no. Trying to relive that moment. My brother and I, the first time we ever went anywhere, we went to Mexico together years ago. 
and uh, we got there, and our flight was like super early. Everything we we got to the hotel, checked yeah. into our room, stopped by the buffet, like you know buffets at all inclusives, right? Of like just loaded up. We had like the most bacon and eggs that we could ever have, right? Yeah. And just loaded up. Had her had her trunks on, everything else. Grabbed two towels, went out. We got on the beach, and it was a deep beach. So you had like a hundred feet of sand before you hit water, right? Like yeah. a deep, deep beach. And we both went running like we were uh, Rocky and Apollo Creed down nice. the beach towards the water, right? Uh-huh. We went running in the water, and he was a little bit faster than me, so he went in first. And I'd never been in the ocean before, right? And I'm running, and he's running, and as soon as he runs in, a wave comes up as he's, like, smiling at me, and, and we're hooting and hollering. A yeah. wave comes up and hits him right in the face. Oh, and then, no! And then he turns around to me, and at this point, I'm about three feet away from him, and as he turns around, like, three liters of seawater and all the bacon and eggs that he had in his stomach just came shooting right out of him. <laughs> towards me. Oh, no! And then we walked out of the water so he could recuperate for a half hour. And what'd you do? Go in the water I, I and went rinse with, off? I went with him. Yeah, I rinsed off. I went with him oh, to make sure he was okay. So but that was so gross. But that was my first time in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Memorable. David Mori. My first time in the ocean, I got, uh, I stepped on one of those sea urchins. Really? And did it hurt? Like, does oh, it sting it you? Kill. Really? Oh huh? my god! Are you kidding? You have to no. It's you have to pee on yourself if it's a jellyfish. Right. This you just take it out and you move on. And where was this? This was in uh, Barbados with my dad. Right. Well, like, was he like a single trip? That he... he went to the Heaton News. Oh, right. He was like, oh yeah, that's right. His dad went to a hookup oh. resort yeah. and brought and brought and more. With, up. And brought yeah. more with yeah, and the, him. The staff member that he was hooking up with used to leave. The shim- staff. Member? Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, right. She, she used, used to leave to shampoos leave. and stuff in the bush. Yeah, right. but it would be like an Easter egg hunt. Right. Maury would have to go right. while Frank was hooking up <laughs> with the employee. Maury would like Easter egg hunt for shampoos and soaps. Is that why you love the shampoos and soaps from hotels so much as an adult now? Because I got to keep the search going. Right. Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, Cynthia, we're happy that you are back to work and, uh, and happy that you're back in our lives again. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, guys. Thanks for making me smile. Have yeah, a great day. Best. Take care. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I am so hyped for this new Eternals movie. Drops tomorrow. Latest in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Angelina Jolie, Kumal Nanjiani, Kit Harington, Salma Hayek. It's good to see Salma Hayek back doing this stuff. Yeah. Stacked cast. Yeah. Absolutely stacked cast. Uh, again, it opens tomorrow. Cannot wait for this movie. David Mori had a chance to uh, speak with Leah McHugh. I saw the film, too. David Mori saw the movie. And uh, Leah plays a character by the name of Sprite. How old is she? She's 14. 14. And uh, I know nothing about the Eternals. I've been staying away from any type of story that's going to educate me because I want to go into this and learn everything I can about these characters. And, and that's a lot of the new MCU stuff, you know? Yeah. I, 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 but I felt that way about, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy all those years ago as well. I had no idea what Guardians of the Galaxy was and didn't really have a lot of interest in actually seeing Guardians of the Galaxy until became, I saw it. And they became, like, the most beloved characters. And that's my favorite, yeah. And the some MCU. of my favorite movies, yeah. Um, so uh, David Mori uh, talking to uh, Leah McHugh. Again, she plays Sprite in the movie The Eternals, which is out tomorrow. Oh my God, this was fantastic. This is by far one of the best movies I've ever seen. Well, thank you. Who in the cast were you most excited to work with and who were you fangirling over to meet? Okay, so same person. Um, 
Richard Madden. I was very excited to meet him. I love Cinderella. I had a Cinderella themed birthday party when I was 11. (laughs) I actually dressed up as Cinderella for Halloween. Um, But I absolutely like love that movie. And I was just so, so like over the top excited to meet him. I love Richard Madden. Yes. Um, you do see his shirtless so, back in the movie. It's so funny that when you're talking to like a 14-year-old, she's like the guy from Cinderella. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's so great. Uh, completely different timeline <laughs> yeah. that she's living in right yeah, now, right? Yeah. Uh, Damon Mori talking to uh, Eternal star Leah McHugh. She plays Sprite. And of course, taking that name. Yes. Damon Mori. Oh, no. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen, go. though. Here we go. You knew. Hit me. The originality was going to come out. Hit me. In the movie, you play Sprite. Do you have to actually love that drink forever? Do you have to be like only drink Sprite? Wow. I will never, ever live down that joke. I cannot count the amount of people who have made that joke to me. <laughs> You're supposed to make me feel like I was the first. So original. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a big Sprite person. I don't drink. I don't drink a lot of soda. We went. We went to McDonald's actually because there's a Happy Meal toy, meal toy out now. And my brother was like, "Do you have any Sprite toys?" And they were like, "Sorry, we only have one flavor of Sprite here." Oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh no! What it is? Oh no! No, I am Sprite. Oh, Did you think no. that joke was gonna kill? <laughs> I thought she would have never have heard it before. Really? <laughs> She's been doing press for this movie for like yeah, five it, weeks yes. now. It is your favorite movie yeah. of all time, though, Maury. <laughs> I've seen the movie. Fantastic, as mentioned. Are all of the fans going to love this? Is this going to live up to the hype? Are people just going to love this movie? I think this movie is so insane for fans because it's different than any other Marvel movie. I, I, I mean, going into it, I didn't know what to expect. I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to expect what, what what they see when this movie comes out, and I think that's really exciting. It also opens up like so many doors for future possibilities for movies and different amazing new characters. Now, let's say this. It is important, would you not agree, to make sure that you stay during the credits? A hundred percent. When it's over, it's not. I know you'll think it's over, but it's not over yet. You got to stay. You got to just stay all the way until, like, the screen goes black and it's completely over. But that's, like, with every Mm, MCU movie. But but this is the one that everyone's talking about. Oh. Oh. Right. That one. Wait a second. I have oh, no is idea. that the Harry Styles thing? Yeah. Oh, we already talked about that. I know, but oh. I don't want to spoil it. Oh, right, 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 right. Well, Variety already spoiled it, so it doesn't matter if we spoil it. Uh, oh, yes, right, yes. So that is uh, Leah McHugh. She plays uh, Sprite from the movie Eternals. Can't wait. Which is out tomorrow, and according to Dammit Maury... It's absolutely incredible. And the first gay superhero is in this movie. Which character is it? I don't know how to pronounce it, but they kiss. Uh, (laughs) Dude, you said to her at the beginning. Oh, my God. This was fantastic. This is by far one of the best movies I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) That is a big statement, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, it's Ronza Mocha. What is your name? It's Mike. What Mike. up, Mike? How are you, man? Good, how's it going? Good, Good what buddy. do you want to say? Uh, so I have a question. Uh, why is that that every time uh, Maury talks about a movie, it's the greatest movie he's ever seen? Exactly, and you are not, Mike, the first person saying this right now. So we just, um, we just, Maury just talked to uh, Liam McHugh for uh, The Eternals, and let me just remind people, if you didn't hear the interview uh, that Maury did with uh, Leah, so this is how Maury started the interview uh, about The Eternals. Oh, my God, this was fantastic. This is 
by far one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. No. <laughs> I roll. One more time. Oh, my God. This was fantastic. This is by far one of the best movies I've ever seen. Okay, well, one of the you. best movies I've ever seen. Maury, is it one of the best movies you've ever seen? Okay, oh. absolutely oh, not. Yeah. Wow. 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 Damn. Now, I know that you... Good. What's that? It was good. Yeah. I can't explain it to you. Right, but not one of the best movies you've absolutely ever seen. Not. So if you wow. could explain to, to people and Mike, because the, Mike isn't the only one asking this question right now, which is, you know, why do you feel the need to, before you interview every single person, to say that you either loved it, it was the best, your favorite? What is that? Because I treat it like I was going into a restaurant and, and the chef came to the table. I'm going to say, this was one of the best hamburgers I've ever had. Right. Because because it makes people feel good. <laughs> so you just, you want people to like you. It's right? A, in that moment, yes. In that moment, yes. After we're yes. done, I don't care. Um, hey, uh, hey, Mike, just so you know, we have a, like, we have a montage of all the times that Maury has falsely told people that their project, their movie, was the best thing, the greatest thing, his favorite of the festival, life-changing. Uh, and I'm just, let me, I'm going to run through some of the names to you before we play it, Okay. Okay, sounds uh, good. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Naomi Watts, Hugh Jackman, Christopher Walken, Ryan Gosling, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Paul Dano, Octavia Spencer, Lady Gaga, Zac Efron, Mark Ruffalo, Bradley Cooper, Rain Wilson, Kira Knightley, Jennifer Lopez, Drew Barrymore, Brian Cranston, Tony Collette, Will Ferrell, and Renee Zellweger. Wow, a lot wow. of big yeah. names in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for this, Mike? Listen to this. Let's listen, listen. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, good to see you again, buddy. See you, sir. This movie was my favorite of the festival. Congratulations. <laughs> Can I just right. say, this movie was phenomenal. The hype is in, uh, unbelievable, and this movie's going to do so well, and I loved you in this film. Thank you. So fierce. I'm like, ah, oh, I love her. You, <laughs> Jackman, dude. <laughs> Babe, how are you? How are you, man? Good Congratulations. This movie's amazing. Thank you, buddy. Ryan Gosling, as much as I would love to stare into your eyes, I have to ask you a question. Um, this film, by the way, congratulations. Incredible. Thank you. <laughs> this movie, phenomenal. Congratulations, this movie, I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. This thing is fantastic. <laughs> God. This movie, I don't even know how to describe how the experience, like it was just out of this world. Uh, Lady Gaga, that's my mic, by the way. Um, first off, I have to tell you that I've already tweeted about this movie, and um, it's one Ooh. of the best movies I've ever seen. You know, I'm just extremely <laughs> humbled and grateful to be here. Congratulations, guys. This movie was so good. This was honestly one of those movies that just really hits you in all the feels. Congratulations. This was my favorite movie at the festival this year. Dude, this movie was fantastic. Congratulations. Are you kidding me? I loved it. Congratulations. Fantastic film. Thank you. And Knightley, one of the best films I've ever seen. Wow, so, ever. Right. Oh, so cool. that's amazing. Thank you. Jennifer Lopez. By the way, loved the movie. Drew Barrymore, how are you? Hi, how are you? Can I tell you, thank you for this movie. Like, honestly, my favorite at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was, it was incredible, and it asks a lot of questions. Tony Collette, how are you? I gotta say, first of all, thank you for this movie. It was one of the most amazing films I've seen. I hardcore cried while watching it. <laughs> oh my God, that's a liar. Thank you. Okay, here he comes, here he comes to meet me. Will Ferrell, dude, the movie was so awesome. Thank you so much for getting this. Renee Zellweger! This was my favorite movie at the festival. I was bawling my Same eyes festival. out. Oh, and no. as a young gay guy, this was such oh, a movie we God. need. Thank you for saying that. Oh, okay, so by, by the way, Maury, when you told Kira Knightley, gushingly, this was your favorite movie of all time, what movie were you talking about? Oh, Jesus, I don't remember. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Mike. Thank you so much, bro. I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. 
Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Julia, are you there? I am. Okay, we've been waiting for this FML update <laughs> for a hot minute. Uh, we talked to you guys uh, back in July, and it wasn't all yeah. laughs and giggles back then. No, so just to, to bring people up to speed here. So, um, Mike, back in July, you had rewrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. Can I get you guys to do me a favor? I'd like to uh, shout out my friend Julia. We got into an argument two weeks ago, and I was acting childish, and I want her to know that I'm sorry, and I hope she can forgive me, and we can still be friends again. I tried reaching out to her to apologize, uh, but she has not talked to me since. She <laughs> listens to you guys. Uh, maybe if you can tell her I'm sorry for me uh she'll forgive me thanks guys mike yeah and at the time whatever it was that was going on i think julia did you have like somebody in your life had passed away is that what happened and then you felt that that mike wasn't being a supportive friend yeah and so and when we had you on i remember you didn't uh, take mike back as your friend right away i but the, but but it, it seemed like the door was was a little bit open so how did that conversation um where did it go after we talked to you guys like did did mike did you reach back out to julia and did you guys start talking again uh well no she she was pissed oh, <laughs> oh. If, she, if she wasn't mad before that made her a lot more mad. Oh because my. she, Julia, is friends with your girlfriend. Is that right, Mike? Oh, she's my ex now. I found out she was cheating on oh, me in the majority no! of our relationship. Oh, that's, Yo, a that's, whole a, other that's the next that's FML, whole bro. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Wait, so, wait, wait. Uh, I need to know, Julia. Are you still yeah. friends with Mike's ex? <laughs> yes, is the answer. Right. Does Mike know that you are friends with his ex? I'm not really that close with her anymore. But I haven't talked to her either. Okay, so hold on here. Did Why, you know? Wh- did you know that she was cheating on Mike? No. Please. You sure? Yeah, I swear she didn't tell me anything. Okay. I had no idea. Do you know the person that she was cheating on Mike with? Yeah, so it was Mike, so we're good. <laughs> oh, oh, this is a whole other thing. We may just break these guys yeah. up again. <laughs> so uh, is it is this how you guys were able to come back together to become friends? No, it happened after I texted Mike. Like, months later, honestly, it was, like, September when I texted him. And I was yeah. like, hey, do you want to meet up and talk? He was like, yeah, I'd love to. Like, after work, let's meet up. So then we did. And because you- the last time when we when we talked to you guys, Mike was, we could tell in Mike's voice, and I'm sure you could as well, Julia, that he felt really, really guilty because he was not being a supportive friend. But then also he was, like, talking smack, and yeah. you weren't into that. And, you know, you needed your space. You needed your time which you said to us on the phone that you would at least give it some space, give it some time. Was there a point prior to that text in September that you hit where you were like, I'm ready to talk to Mike again? Yeah, I texted him. It was honestly probably the the September long weekend. I was literally on the way to the cottage. And I was like, I'm going to message Mike (laughs) and tell him I want to like talk to him. Mike knows. I don't know why he did this, but he knows I need time when I'm mad. And literally, honestly, 
to be completely honest when you guys called me at 8 a.m i thought i forgot that i entered a contest and i won something oh no oh no yeah yeah so then well when i met up with him i literally had notes in my phone i've made notes of what i need to talk to mike about that we need to like really discuss one of them was don't call me at 8 a.m on the radio again oh wow (laughs) okay yeah and, and yet here we are. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then how did the how did the meeting go? Like when the two of y'all met up? Uh, it went really well. Mike came in my car. We caught up about like what happened in the last, I guess, month, three months. He said sorry again, and I was like, honestly, I'm not even that mad anymore. I just needed space. Like I just need to like relax. Yeah. I need like when I'm mad, I need to think like. Do I want these people in my life? Like, are they negative? Are they too negative to me? Or, like, is Mike, like, actually a good friend? He actually helps me through things. And he, like, um, and he's, like, always there for me. And I was, like, he's literally every single time I need somebody, I call Mike. Yeah. And he always answers. I was, like, what am I doing? So then I texted him. Have you guys ever hooked up? No. Because no. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the way you're, you're talking about Mike right now, it sounds like he's boyfriend material. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, wow. He's not. Oh, sorry, Mike. It's not. No. Jews, my sister. No, he's just not. He's like my brother. Oh, okay. So you guys would never, like, try the dating thing. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Damn. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Damn. Oh. <laughs> sorry that you're extra, so gross, Mike. Yeah, that extra no really hurts. It's always that extra no. Yeah. It's always, it's always this. This is, when you, this is when you know. It's when somebody goes, hey, have you guys ever hooked up? And somebody goes, no, 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 no. No. Well, I was, I was dating his psycho best friend at the time, so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's too. Yeah. Okay, so you guys you guys are back and you're good and you're back to being best friends, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, and then uh and Julia, do you have a boyfriend? Uh, the situation. You have a situation. Oh. Oh. Okay, let's continue with wow. this down okay. this alley, okay. down this road. Um what happened? Oh, like what's going on? What do you mean sort of? No, nothing. We're just talking right now. Okay. No boyfriend, not official. Right. What do you think of this guy, Mike? Uh, I haven't met him yet. I'm looking forward to meeting him, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what new boyfriends like? They like when their girlfriend has a male best friend. (laughs) Oh, no. They they don't like that, Raj. They don't because I was in that situation. They don't like that. Bro. Come on now. Anyway, so Julia and Mike, things worked out. But apparently this new situation, we will welcome you back to FML in like three months. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy that it worked out between you guys and that you're back to being friends again. I know Mike was real busted up about it. And, and uh, Julia, uh, you're right. Sometimes people just need space. And when you're going through something like this, when you got a friend who's going through it, you know, as a friend, the only thing that you can do is just say, what do you need from me? And if that friend turns around and says, just leave me the hell alone for a while, that is your job as a friend at that point. Mike. Yeah. There you go. All right, Mike and Julia, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Hey, Deepa. Come here. Did you get a cat? Oh, my gosh. I did get a cat. A little kitty cat. What's what's a cat's name? Um, His name is Tubby. Tubby? Tubby. Short Tubbs. How, how old is he? Fat shame little guy right old. out of the gate, huh? Yeah, so <laughs> can't do that, right? How old is we he? How old is he? He's only two months old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so has this been like in the works for a while? Like, like the plan was get through the wedding. You guys got married in September. Yeah. Settle into the new place. And then next step is get a cat. Okay. I've always wanted a cat, but. Uh-huh. He's had a family cat, but when I was living with my parents, they weren't really into, like, pets and animals. So I was like, as soon as we got in the house, I was like, freedom! 
freedom. I can do whatever I want. So we were looking. That's so funny. Freedom. <laughs> That's freedom. That's freedom. I'm a married woman now. I know. I know. <laughs> but I was so nervous. When I told my mom we got a cat, I was terrified. At Why? Not being judged? <laughs> yeah, by my mother. Because she, like, they're not, they just don't like pets. They don't like touching them. They don't like them around. They don't like a cat? No, but I showed you a picture of him. He yeah. is the cutest little kitty ever. They so are they, are they, like, not going to come over now? No, they will come over. I took him to, like, meet them. <laughs> Uh, on the weekend, and she like barely gave him a little pat on the head. <laughs> so it's like baby steps, I think, right now. Really? Yeah. It's baby you know steps. what? I will say, coming from Deepa's Guyanese, I'm Guyanese yeah. as well. Coming is from a Guyanese, pet, is there a pets thing in the? Yeah, really? Some, some, yes. Guyanese households will not tolerate pets. Like yeah. growing up, we did not have pets. Like my really? parents, I believe, thought like they were disgusting, right? Like so, having an animal in the house, kind uh-huh. of thing, yeah, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Like really? How dare a dog get up on the couch? Oh, right. Oh no. Like, no, no, absolutely not. How dare a dog lick your hand? <laughs> yeah. Really? At all to say hello? Or, oh, you know. So like kisses. your, so like your mom, like wasn't like down, like would like getting no. the, the dog to lick her face and stuff like no, that. No, no, absolutely not. No, it's okay. only and we've had Tig now, our golden retriever. For almost nine years, yeah, and it's only within like the past two years or so that my mom will pet his head, like really? Give a little, give a little, nine years, like on the top of his head. Wow! And she doesn't mind, like she like she likes him now, like she yeah. tolerates him yeah. now, right? Yeah. Um, I had no both idea. My, both of my parents. So you guys get this cat. Your parents yeah. are they're okay. You're gonna, you're gonna figure that out. Yeah, yeah. So how did you come to you know get this cat in? your life so for the past few weeks i've just been looking at pictures of cats online and i saw this one he's like a little floofy chubby kitty and i showed the lol a picture of him and the lol's like absolutely no way like i want a cat that can like hunt an outdoor cat okay what no but here's okay this is all cats hunt no, I know, but like even the fat, dumb ones hunt. But he just instincts look, take over, and all cats hunt. He just doesn't look like he would be physically what do you able expect? to do. He's eight weeks old. <laughs> no, he's, still, he's just like so cute. Like you got to go to Russia to find the kind of cat your husband wants. I'll tell him if he wants to go there. But um, I showed him this picture, and I was like, I'm gonna message and say like, Hey, can I like see the cat? So he's like, Fine, we'll go see it. So the mm. lady who owns this kitty was like, Hey, want to meet in a parking lot at Canadian Tire? And I was like, Sure. Oh, <laughs> so we roll up oh, no. Saturday in the evening to uh. <laughs> Like empty Canadian Tire parking lot. <laughs> she like rolls up in a suburban. Yeah. This <laughs> illegal cat summer. Yeah. Oh my god. What? No, no. She's to- like, she's totally. It's totally legal. <laughs> so then she like. Pops- you trying to convince us or yourself? She pops the trunk. Pops the trunk. Where was the kitty? In the back, like right in the trunk. And um, like he like was just in a hanging bag. out, or like in a bag. No, he was in a bag. He in, was in a bag. bag. Like a carrying case. Oh, right? yeah, oh, yeah. oh. Like a no okay, frills pause, grocery. Pause for one second. Okay, just you got to start calling that the carrier, not the bag. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to this okay, kitty yeah, mothering stuff. Yeah, don't ever again <laughs> call it the cat bag. Oh my bad. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sure, the parking lot Canadian Tire, woman in a and, black suburban pulls up. And how, yeah. much, how much cash did you show up with? None. 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 Okay. I, was, I just wanted to see him because I'm like, maybe You're he's just not shopping. cute. Yeah, I was window shopping. Right. So she out opens of a trunk. the okay, zipper, go on. like the carrying case, and his yeah. head pops out. And I melted, and I looked at the law, and he was like, oh. 
And I was like, oh, I got him. So he held him and was like instantly fell in love with him. And I was like, okay, I don't know what to do because he's adorable. I didn't hold him because I knew if I did, I would buy him right away. And he was a little bit expensive. Um, So then the lady's like, you, you, Take him now? And I was like, mm, no. Like, just give me a few hours and I'll think about it. And she's like, well, if someone buys him, that's it. And I was like, I know. And the law was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. So we walked away, spent a few hours thinking about it. His siblings bought a cat the same day, like two hours after we went to see this kitty. Right. And oh. I held this one and I was like, damn it. Now I really want, I really want Tubby. Well, he, he wasn't named at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we messaged a lady at like 11 o'clock at night and she's no. like great meet me at the Canadian Tire <laughs> at the same <laughs> one <laughs> yeah. at like 11 yeah. o'clock at night to get this kitty <laughs> I'm a Canadian Tire Park. Can I just can I just say you know our cat Moo the dumb one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we met him at the parking lot at a Royal Bank. See? No. <laughs> yeah. See? It's not that uncommon. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. She, also, she also told us he was a girl. Oh no! I didn't yeah. even know this. <laughs> well, welcome to the family, Tom. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Out of twenty-five hundred people. Presumably not dead. 30% said that they would be willing to live with a ghost. Hmm. 20% of people said that they would live in a home where a murder has taken place. No, never that. You would not? No. Why? No way. Why? I don't need that bad energy around. Bad energy. That house is blessed. (laughs) With murder? With murder. Nah, not me. Not for you. You would? I do. You do with yourself. Dracula. Right, you're right. You're already dead. <laughs> Facts. Jeez. How is it? How is what? Just think. Murder? No. Love it. <laughs> okay. I couldn't do it. It's fun. I and no to the ghost things. Not the, because I no believe. No to the ghost. No. I don't believe, but just. I would yes to the ghost. You would yes to what? To the ghost? To live with the ghost. Oh, okay. Because they're not going to do anything because you're living together. So 17% of people said that they would live in a haunted house. No. That number jumps to 46 if they got the house at a discounted price. Ooh. Yes. Well, like how much of a discount? <laughs> don't make me laugh. Thirty percent. I thought Dracula does shush, laugh. Shush, shush, Jack and uh, all like jokes. Uh, uh, there you uh, go. Uh, <laughs> die. Thirty percent of people say that they have no problem living next to a cemetery. No, I could never. You could not. I would never. Really? Yeah. I did when I was young. No, you didn't. Yes. And was it yes. weird? No, it was great. No neighbors. Very quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were you just dying to live there? Mori, you're killing me. <laughs> But you're already uh, dead. Ah, uh, 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 I see what you did there. Uh, hey, Dracula got jokes. Uh, 25% of people said that they would live next door to a haunted house. Uh, still too next close. Next door, too close. No, too close. Still too, too close. close. The ce- cemetery and haunted houses? No. Excuse Yo, Jenna and I, almost me. we when we were on the hunt for a house like years and years ago. Yes. When we moved from the condo. Yes. What we, were you hunting with? Like a staff or a spear or no, knives? No, we were looking at houses. <laughs> and this beautiful house. Did but you across set the street, bear trap? No, across the street was the cemetery. Okay. And both of our mothers were like, we're never coming to visit if you guys buy a house across the street from the so cemetery. So explain this to me then. So when you're looking for a home, yeah. you then what? You find the house you like? 
and then you kill the people that live in it, and then you just move in? Is that how this works? Is that how it works for you? It's how it's always worked for me. Mm, no. No. No, not then how right. does Dracula oh, get rid of the house if me. he wants to move? I saw a pair of socks the other day that I really wanted, so I killed the man, and I took his socks. <laughs> and guess what? What? <laughs> they didn't even fit. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on him. <laughs> Jokes on him. They didn't even fit. Yeah. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Will Farrell has said that he turned down $29 million to do the sequel to Elf. What? So, according to Will Farrell, he just did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, and he had said, that he did not want to do the sequel to Elf because it was too similar to the original Elf. Okay. He said, quote, I killed them all. No, sorry, excuse me. Different story. (laughs) He said, quote, I would have had to promote the movie from an honest place, which would have been like, oh, it's not good. I just couldn't turn down that much money. He goes on to say, and I thought, can I actually say those words? I don't think I can. So I guess I cannot do the movie. Now, if you remember, back in 2020, James Caan, who was in Elf, did an interview where he said that Will Ferrell and John Favreau, who directed the movie, did not like each other very much and that they almost killed each other with bones. And that's why, with bones? With bones. With bones. And that's why they never made the sequel. That's why. So J- James Caan was very much looking forward to doing the sequel to Elf. He said, quote, oh, my God, I finally have a franchise. I can make some money. And then he goes on to say, but the director, John Favreau and Will, did not get along very well. Will wanted to do it, he said, and he didn't want to do it with John Favreau. But John Favreau had in his contract, you see, the contract written in blood. <laughs> <laughs> that if they did do a sequel, that he would be the one to do it. So there you go. No elf too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the crushed teeth crumble. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I don't agree with this list whatsoever, but I'm going to go through it with you. So they've released a list of the 200 best horror movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, hit me. You see on Rotten Tomatoes, you have a lot of rotten film reviewers whose opinions matter so much. There's a little bit of hair in my throat. Gross. Sorry. That is so gross. (laughs) What? Like you don't ever have hair stuck in your throat. My throat? Yes. No. Oh, okay. Under your fingernail. Under your fingernails. That is so gross. You've never, you've never, please, you've never had hair stuck under your fingernails. And then you bite it. And then it goes in your throat. Please. (laughs) I'm just picturing like long strands of hair in your throat. Okay. Somebody texted in saying they're enjoying Dracula doing things more than Ross. Well, I will enjoy killing you later. (laughs) Send me, DM me. (laughs) We'll meet at the... In the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell anyone where where you went, okay? Please. So they released a uh, list of the 50 best horror movies, according to Rotten Tomatoes. And again, there's a lot of reviewers on Rotten Tomatoes who have terrible taste. So 
I'm going to go through. And again, this is of all time. So at number 10, they have a quiet place. This is based on the fresh scores, I guess, right? Okay. At number nine is The Invisible Man from 2020. Really? At number eight is The Night of the Hunter from 1955. What? Guess how old I was in 1955. A thousand. The same age I am now. Oh, <laughs> dead. A thousand. At number seven is Nosferatu from 1922. What is that? Guess how old I was in 1922 when I started Nosferatu. The oh. same age I am oh. now. <laughs> Okay. At number six is King Kong from 1933. Again, these are the scariest movies of all time. Please. <laughs> uh, number five is Alien from 1979. At number four is Us. Us? The Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele? Yes. Boring. Oh, was it number four? No, I wouldn't rank it that high. At number three is the uh, cabinet of Dr. Caligari. From Never 1919. Oh, my God. Please. What? 1919. What's that look you for? You're the only one here. You stop that right now. <laughs> I'll kill you two later. Don't tell Matthew what you're doing after work, okay? Say that your business is going to take you 40 years. And only after 40 years can he come looking for you. <laughs> at number two is get out. <laughs> and at number what, Sham? What, 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 what? Get Out is definitely a scary movie. Yeah, but is it number two of all no, time? Not For of all me, time. it is. Soft. Like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Shem. Yeah, come on, guys. I have to look through the world through other people's eyes sometimes. Shem, come over here for a second <laughs> and just smell this rag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't yeah, put, drink this tea. <laughs> drink this tea and smell <laughs> this rag. Okay, and at number one, the number one scariest movie of all time, they say, according to Rotten Tomatoes, is Psycho. Oh. Oh, no. 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 Not at all. Don't no. agree with that. Happy anyway. Halloween, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm great. Feeling good? Yeah, man. You look good. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Got a lot of rest this weekend? <laughs> Me? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> it was Halloween weekend, brother. I know. So busy. No, I didn't get no rest this weekend. Um, but oh, Halloween was good? Yeah, yeah, it was fine. Good. Lots of kids, man. Ooh, oh, my yoy. God. Dude. Hundreds. Hundreds. I got to tell you, it was amazing. Yeah. It was, I. Was this like, was this the first sort of like big like trick-or-treat year for this you? This was the first trick-or-treat year. the first. For Cruz, because last year obviously couldn't go. But you guys weren't the family that took him around as a baby and like put him ah, in he a, wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, he's four now, four and a half. So this was the year he was like really pumped up yeah and we went around the block and it took us like an hour yeah um but he went and visited houses and we were all masked up and yeah. some houses some people were masked up some people had um set up on the driveway yeah right to give candy out there are a couple of houses where they just left like a bin of stuff they prepared Jeez. treats with a sign that said please take one yeah. so we would just take one right Wow. And then and he knew uh, what to do, right? Isn't it knew, wild? They know what to do. Exactly what yeah, to do. Instincts take well, over. We were practicing like throughout the week and stuff. And we're oh, like, okay, yeah, what do you yeah, do yeah. when you go to the door? Yeah, and I yeah, have yeah. to say happy Halloween and trick or treat. Yes. And I say thank you when I when I get the treat. Right. right? And my mother in law, a lot of grandmas who were giving out uh candy yeah. at some of the houses where we know the families are there because the families are out with their kids, gotcha. right? Yeah. So grandma so my mother in law came over to give out candy. And then when we got back, I uh, had a setup in the garage. 
and I was like, had music, Halloween music playing. Good for you. Sat there in my Minions costume. Good for you. And handing out uh, candy. But it was just amazing to see yeah. so many kids out and. Yeah. Didn't see a lot of masks doing, last night. Like face masks? Yeah. Yeah, no. Not a lot. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> Yo, one kid, right? Yeah, I didn't see a lot at all. So, yo, so the kids are coming up, especially the little ones. I ask them, hey, what do you dress as? What do you dress as? Yeah. Right? And one kid, like tween, right? Yeah. Normal clothes. I was like, yo, what are you dressed up as? Yeah. And she goes, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Really? <laughs> I was like, I, I still gave her a hand. Yeah, you candy. have to. What else are you going to do? Right? Yeah. How about yeah. you guys? What was your hood Hundreds like? Hundreds of kids, man. Yeah. We, like every kid. Wasn't it gets- amazing to see? Bro, every kid gets one candy. Uh-huh. One. One. Right? One. Wow. One. Uh-huh. And we, by 720, we had burned through three boxes of 100 pieces of candy, mm-hmm. two boxes of 50 bags of chips each, and then five bags of 18 bags of chips each. What? All by what time? The entire 720. night? By 7.20? Yep. Did you have to run out to the store again? No, I. we just shut it down. We, oh. we, were, we, were, we were wrapped by 7.45. Yeah. Yeah, completely, like done by wow. 7.45. What time? Yeah, hundreds done? of kids, like hundreds and hundreds of kids in my neighborhood. Whatever time it was I texted you guys last night yeah, was yeah. the time when we, like, we yeah, wrapped early. And I, yeah, because it was so nice. because s- sat down bro, for the first time. Kids were showing up at my house. You know what time the fir- doorbell rang the first time? Huh. Four. No, four. Not ready yet. Yeah, I know. No, that's not when ready. I, I, I go on the I go on the ring thing. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you come back in an you hour. Come back later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me talk to your mom and dad. Where are they? They're not with you. Give me your phone number. I'm gonna call them right now. Yeah. And then Catherine and I got into an argument. Over what? Oh, because when we were when we ran out of candy and Halloween was over, yeah. right? I blew out the pumpkins. And I yeah. turned the light off. Yes. Right? What are you supposed to do? Thank you. She's like, no, we got to leave the pumpkins on. They're so pretty. I'm like, uh, I'm no. like, no, no, no. I'm like, that's not the rule. No, that's a signal. Thank that, you. That that says, come in, we're open. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. No. So I, no, 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 no. So uh-uh. I blew, blew out the pumpkins and shut the light off and everything else. We As soon as the last bit of candy, I closed the garage. Yeah. Lights outside of the house, done. Yeah. And then I went and then I was like, we have the inflatable, these inflatable characters on the grass. Yeah. And I went straight outside and yeah, plugged all them, all. <laughs> deflated right Good away. Every single yeah, light was off. Do it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a, it was a huge success. So I'm so happy for you and your boy. Uh, first Halloween's are always uh, pretty magical. It's pretty yeah, awesome. It was good. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Jessica and Laura, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you guys? Hey, how are you guys? Uh, so, oh Roz, I don't know if you saw this on the weekend, but mm. uh, Jessica and Laura for Halloween dressed up as you and I. Right. Good I believe, costumes, uh, too. Laura was uh, Roz, and Jessica, you were me, Mocha. Yes. Yes. Uh, when did you guys, when did the two of you decide to uh, to dress as Roz and Mocha for Halloween? Um, so this is probably like like a month ago (laughs) um yeah we just love you guys so much and i was like man we have to be them and i knew jessica would be super down for it (laughs) Uh, a lot of people because i saw the picture and a lot of people were commenting on the uh the eyebrows 
because um, <laughs> oh, I know y'all exaggerated, huh? <laughs> no, oh, I, uh, uh, yeah, we were exaggerated. Yeah, because I, I really feel that you nailed Mocha's brows. Oh, shut <laughs> up. I could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we were looking at um, Google pictures where you guys were trying to like, find facial expressions or like stuff you guys did in past pictures to try and imitate that. Right, right, right. Well, you guys, yeah. you, you you nailed it. And it's it's so funny because I got a, um, you know, on your phone, like when you get memories, do you guys get those on your phones? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you got to make sure we have the same tech as you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The first, the first time. Is it because your memory is so bad that you think your phone is trying to like help you out in life? I, I do. I do. Hey man, just in case you forgot, yeah, this happened. This seemed pretty important so to you. So was the memory that popped uh, up the on your me- phone? The memory that popped up was the first time um, people dressed up as you and I for Halloween, which was in 2010. Yes, right. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I'll tell and I'll tell you again. At the time, um, two women. Two ladies. Yeah, yeah. We, we've yet to have guys dress up as uh, as as me and Mocha for Halloween. Uh, but I will I will say this: you guys, uh, you made my weekend um, with that picture and uh, just the, the sort of effort, and then the video of you guys painting beards on each other and oh, all that. Oh all that awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, I posted the the, uh, the picture on. Uh, I shared your pictures on my Instagram, and one of the most common comments coming through were that Laura. The, the pants that you chose for Roz that they should have been tighter. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I literally went shopping yeah. for new pants. Oh, did you really? You had to buy new pants? Yeah. Oh, damn. And, yeah. and somebody had said, uh, Laura, that your deep V was not deep V enough. <laughs> We really tried getting you guys right. Nah, uh, you guys are the best. Jessica, The uh, I know you were wearing a Raptors hat uh, dressed up as me and then like an oversized hoodie or a big hoodie. Did you have to go out and source that stuff or you had it already in your closet? Yes, it's actually funny. So what I did is I raided my boyfriend's closet. Oh. And I, I literally found the hat, the hoodie, the jeans. I even had black and red Air Jordans on, but you couldn't see them in the picture. Oh, sick. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you one detail that somebody pointed out to me, and this is how much people listen to this show, man. Uh, one detail, Jessica, that they pointed out because you were dressed as Mocha with the hoodie. They were like, it's not Mocha unless you tuck those strings in. Oh, facts. Oh, yes, exactly. right. <laughs> oh, next year, next year. Uh, Jessica and Laura, listen, we can't thank you enough for being such big supporters of the Raza Mocha show and for dressing up as us for Halloween. Uh, we love you guys so much. Now, were you like at a party? Did you have to explain your costumes to, to anyone or did people like automatically see the two of you and know like the duo, know, know the combo? Um, some people knew, yeah. some people knew and some people didn't. And then when I showed them the picture yeah. of me and Laura beside each other, they would laugh and be like, oh, like, oh my God. Yeah, so, they loved yeah. it. The people that did know, they were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, uh, you guys are the greatest. Yeah, this made my weekend. Can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, Jessica and Laura. I love you lots. Thank you. I love you uh, guys so much. Before we let you go, and I know it seems kind of weird to ask you, knowing the, who dressed up as who for <laughs> Halloween, but we'll start with you, Laura. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, shout out to Shem, because I love his beautiful voice. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> Not the question, ladies. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite. I love you both so much, but my favorite's Roz. 
Okay, oh, yeah. and you dressed up as Roz. So, <laughs> Jessica, uh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? You know I love you both, but I have to go with Roz. Oh! oh hold on a second, oh, oh, Jessica! Oh. You dressed up as me for Halloween, oh, no. and your favorite is still Roz? Oh, no. Yo. I'm going to go delete that picture off of IG real quick. <laughs> I uh, uh, oh, love you guys. Oh Thank you gosh. so much. Love you. Love right, you so much. Bye. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Barbara. It's Roz and Mocha. How Hello. are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Barbara, welcome good. to Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Yes. Uh, where does your story take place? Where are you taking us? I am taking you guys uh, to Chile. Um, so we went on a family vacation. We were actually able to get all of our extended family um, to go on this like one week. We're going to go and stay at a beach. Okay, when I say a beach, it's not like a resort beach. (laughs) This is like a small, very small coastal town. We met some locals there. They made this huge bonfire on the beach. We were drinking. um, So me and my cousin, naturally, you got to go to the bathroom at some point. (laughs) So... And so we go maybe about 20 feet away from the um, from the fire. I go to the front to stand watch while she goes to the washroom. And just out of nowhere, this man just kind of appears beside me. Oh, I'm looking like it was it was the weirdest thing. I'm looking at him, but he grabs my arm. What do he look like? Um, so he was he was tall. He was skinny. He was very um, his face was very pale. Okay. Um, he had like reading glasses on, and he was wearing like he was all he was wearing all black. He was wearing like a long black trench coat. Low key, and, you're like, kind of describing Roz right now. <laughs> Shut, <laughs> up. Shut up, man! <laughs> you went to Chile a few years ago. Come on, I'm not Barbara and her family. I'm not. I'm not grabbing ladies while they're peeing. Okay, that's not me. Okay, so it was. We've established that it was not me. Okay. Okay. So he grabbed your arm, and and did he say anything? So yeah. So he. So he grabbed my heart, my arm, and it was like the weirdest experience because all of a sudden, like it was almost like I was in a trance. I couldn't. Like everything around me was muffled. I couldn't hear the waves. All I could hear was him. And I'm looking at him in the face, and I remember thinking, like, who are you? <laughs> you know? And all he said to me was, come with me. Oh, my and God. And he, like, he tightened his grip on my arm. <gasps> and I'm like, uh, no. I'm like, I don't know you. Like, who are you? And, I, and all he, again, he says, come with me. Wait, Barbara, so what's your cousin who's peeing right now, like, directly behind you? So she's behind this little, like, sand dune. So I don't... I don't think she saw it right away. Um, But after that second time when he was like, come with me, all of a sudden, I just feel like I'm like, I'm being pulled the opposite way. Okay. My cousin's like, Barbie, we got to go. I look back. The guy's gone. What? We go running back to the, the fire pit screaming. My brother and my cousin come running our way. They pass us to go and look in that direction. But this man was gone. And then we're like, okay, we're just going to go back to where we were staying and we're just going to go to bed because this is just too weird. And where we were staying, is, it's it's a seminary. Um, my my uncle was a priest at the time. Oh, God. So this is like a place. It was gated. We had to we had to have a key to get in. So another one of my cousins come um, ended up coming there and he actually brought a car. The car was parked right outside of the bedroom that we were sleeping in. And the car alarm starts going off. 
we're like, okay, like, turn it off, turn it off. And he has his keys there, and he's like, I can't, I can't turn it off. All of a sudden, the doors start opening and shutting, like all four. And you can hear them at all different times. That's when we decided to look out the window. And it was almost instantly, like, as soon as we touched this curtain, everything stopped, everything went quiet. And there was nobody outside. Mocha's about to crap himself right now, by the way. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm crapping myself right okay. now. Okay, okay, so, so then... Okay, I don't know so, about you, Barbara, but I got some goosebumps right okay, now. So, so what, what happens next? So the next morning, like, we were up early. It must have been, like, 6, 6.30 in the morning. So, I mean, at this time in the morning, there's nobody out there, mm-hmm. not even, like, locals or anything. So sure. we just, we cross the street, we go onto the beach, we start walking, and we hear a little girl's voice clear as day and she's like wait for me we had i mean i had a lot of younger cousins that were with us too on this trip so all three of us that were walking on the beach we instantly we looked back there was nobody there so we keep walking and then again we hear like the little this little girl's voice again saying wait for me and at that point my aunt was just like you know she's like this is like a beach there's a lot of death that happens here. She's like, I wouldn't be too surprised if this is a spirit, a little girl that, you know, had passed away or died, like, around this area. Wow, your aunt, like, just jumps like she's a real conclusion jumper, huh? Oh, she is, yeah. Okay. But that afternoon, when my cousins actually was walking on the beach and she saw what we think was that little girl that was calling us, uh, calling out for us, Um, that morning because she said that she saw a little girl on the sand dune she was dressed all in white um, almost kind of like a communion dress kind of look Mm -hmm. and she said that she saw the little girl there the girl didn't say anything to her and then all of a sudden she was gone she disappeared she disappeared so we're like so you go on this family vacation and all you're having is like just straight up paranormal experiences (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't ever go back. Yeah, I'm not going to say don't ever go and visit your priest uncle, right? You know what I mean? But, like, I know I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, can, I, can say, I can say this. As terrifying as that story goes, I'm just going to say, yeah. say right now, okay? My entire life is geared around and designed to not have anyone in it. I do not want to ever associate with anyone where if we are out and I go, Hey, do you hear that? And then they look at me and go, yeah, it was probably a kid who drowned. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you have to, there has to be middle ground in there, right? There has to be middle ground in there. That Uh, is a hell of a story. Barbara, thank you. You're welcome. Right on. And happy Halloween, girl. Yes, exactly. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It was revealed recently that in the November 9th release of the latest Superman comic, we talked about this before on the show, mm-hmm. that John Kent, Clark and Who? Lois's son. John? Yes. He's the new Superman. Oh, Clark and Lois's so, son. Clark Kent? Yes. Original Superman? Uh-huh. So his son. Yeah, yeah. With Lois Lane. Gotcha. John Kent. Okay. Named after Clark's Earth father. Gotcha. Uh that the new Superman, John Kent, is coming out as bisexual. Oh, this probably drove Dean Kane crazy, huh? So most people are like, okay, cool, whatever, right? Do you think, Superman? Yeah. Um, <laughs> some fans have been so displeased and have com- been complaining so much. Yeah. 
that they are now targeting some of the animators and production staff going as far as making threats to them. Sure. That the LAPD were called and asked to patrol neighborhoods of where these staff members live, as well as the offices that they work at. Where the gay Superman artists live. Correct. Right. And the production staff behind this new line of, uh, the new storyline for the comic books. Sure. So LAPD is now involved. Like, nothing has happened just yet. Right. But because the, since the news came out, like, last week or two weeks ago, the threats have been... Yeah. Out there, and people just like so angry about the whole thing. Right like, now, don't is mess he, with is, my Superman. Is he like super gay? You know what I mean? Then well, how can... do you be super gay? Oh, I don't know. He's super everything he's else. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Like... Like, he hooks up with a like with his friend. Yeah, like, I guess in the whatever the new comic, the November 9th comic, right? Right, because the picture that they released was him and another dude like making out kissing yeah. then you're not yeah. gonna then these people are not gonna want to go and see Eternals when that comes out because oh spoiler alert. Oh, it's out. It's out. What is? That the movie's a, not out. Oh, there's no, a gay no, character there's, in, there's, in there's the There's a gay character yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, and they oh, kiss in the that. Eternals movie. Yeah, but yeah. we oh, knew that, though. But we knew that. Oh, but this is Superman, that. though. Superman's right? kid. Yeah, well, it's true. But, I mean, he's the new Superman, yeah. right? I, he's and the it's, one that dons a cape and the, and the yeah, logo. Yeah, it's, and it's so, it's so funny because that's like, it's not Superman. Like, like it's not like Clark Kent after all these years and, like, he's a, you know, how old would Clark Kent be now? At least a hundred and something, right? I mean, at this point, then just be right? everything. Like that would be. It'd be kind of sweet if he came out after all these years, actually, <laughs> right? You know. I thought Superman didn't age, though. I don't think he does. Oh, maybe he doesn't. Ah, but even still, you know, he's been around. He's been around for a long time. Oh yeah, you no, know, no, for like sure. if it, if it was Clark and he was like, "Hey, listen, man, I came to like, you know, like I had my some of my best years and you know in the seventies and you know fifties and sixties. Like it just wasn't cool to be gay then, guys. Yeah. Like you gotta but understand. Now, but now the world has come around. Also, Lois is sticking with me, right? Yeah. We just we have this arrangement. It's kind of cool. It's very fantastic. new. Very new. Right? Can you pass your superpowers through somebody with a kiss? No, no you can't do no. that. But obviously, they passed them. Uh, he passed them down to uh, what's his name? What's the new uh, John. John? John. John Kent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, listen. What are you gonna do? Right? You got a gay kid. He's also a Superman. Sometimes that's the way it goes. You're in life. Like, hey, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the way it goes. Yeah. Right? Still gotta, a Superman. You gotta roll with it. Yeah. Listen, if you're gonna ask him to save you, yes, from a threat to the world. Yeah. Right? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, but oh my God, Dean Cain is probably losing his mind over this, huh? Because he's very much not into that kind of stuff. He's oh, probably no, 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 some no. of the people calling the cops on people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's Dean Cain. Dean, is that you yeah. again? No, and no, you, I swear. You know he goes out to the garage, right, and puts that old suit on. Oh, and stand, yeah. stands there with his fists on his size, hips. Full size mirror. Yeah, totally. And he looks totally. at himself and he's like, yeah, yeah still got and it. And he just looks at himself and goes, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. God, everybody's getting COVID, man. Who now? Jason Momoa. No. Yes. Isn't he filming Aquaman now? Yes. Yeah, oh. but he just did that massive round of press for Dune. Oh no. Right? Did anyone where, if else you, get where if you looked at like if you follow him on social, like he's out everywhere with oh. no masks. Like he's yeah. like just doing it up. He's like, right? Mahalo, my guy, I'm not scared. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, he's living a life. So, so here, did they have to test any of the other people that were at the premiere? Well like, he gasp? can't he can't go back to he can't go back to filming Aquaman. He's got a quarantine, right? It's in the water. Yeah, Maury. I was just gonna say he got while well, in Toronto filming, he got uh, on social media. 
I guess, killed for not wearing masks out and about yeah. in stores and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Like, he always just wore it under his chin. Yeah, yeah. Like, he never, he, like, all his stuff in London, like, leading up to the Dune premiere, like, bro is just, like, out there living in stores, like, not even indoors wearing masks, right? Can I, can I tell you guys something yeah. real quick? Yeah. Sidebar, I went to the mall yesterday, first time since COVID, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Masked up and everything. You're supposed to wear masks. Sure. Uh, I was in Foot Locker. Dude walking around, no mask. Yeah. In the, Foot Locker? Yeah. Nobody said anything. Yeah. And then really? walking yeah. through the mall. A customer. And oh, then wow. walking through the mall. Yeah. You saw people with no masks? I saw people with no masks. And like security, like there is security there. And there yeah. are like store shops were like holding lines yeah. to allow people to go in safely. Right. But there are still people walking around the mall. Yeah. Who didn't have masks on? I don't know if you can actually force, but maybe you can. It's I don't a, know. I don't it's know private. The, you can tell them to leave. I don't know what the laws are. Yeah, I um, have no idea. But this is uh, this is Jason Momoa on Instagram. Yeah, I got hit with COVID. <laughs> uh, oh no! Right after the premiere. Yeah. There's a lot of people I met in England, so yeah, uh, got a lot of aloha from people, and, and who knows? But either way, I'm doing fine. Thank you for all your concerns and love, and. Um, yeah, I'm just camped out in my house. But um had some really cool stuff that's coming out and I wanted to share. Unfortunately I can't leave the house, but finally we made these. It's my drifter and it's always selling stuff too, soles, right? Biodegradable and it's got algae bloom soles and so um yeah, you can pre-order them at Soil. Yeah. And uh, we got some yeah. cool stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah. We got shoes he's, and oh, I know. bags, he's always camera selling. gear. He's, his uh, his like, uh, social feed is like the shopping channel. It is. It really you is. Know, though, I dig a lot of the stuff that he... Uh, I know, he's, yeah, it's got some cool designs that on it. he's putting it. out there, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Momoa has it. Um, we found out yesterday that John Bon Jovi and Brian Adams both got COVID. And then uh, Ed Sheeran today tweeted that he was released from COVID isolation. Yeah. And uh, he's happy to be uh, back out hitting the ground running. And then he also told fans that uh, his SNL appearance for this Saturday is back on again. So uh, he will, in fact, be able to do Saturday Night Live. But, man, everybody's getting COVID. All the, like, everybody's getting COVID. And everyone's double vaxxed. And like everybody, the, everybody's double vaxxed. The stories you, are you that. You still got to sit your ass at home for two weeks. Yeah, people who are double vaxxed are getting it. You got to sit your ass at home for two weeks. <sighs> What a hassle. Oh, uh, what a hassle, man. But still, tell me about those things you saw. I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. It is Diwali. Happy Diwali to everyone celebrating the Festival of Lights. Uh, the next five days will be filled with celebration. And I had asked the question, because The Office is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes. And the episode where Michael Scott sings the Diwali song. Right. After he goes to, I think it was Kelly's family. Uh, they were having a celebration. They were having a party. And um, it's to the tune of, oh my God, what's his name? No, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Yes. So I, a lot of, you know, a lot of the, the discussion when it comes to The Office is, Oh man, that show would never be able to exist the way it is was back then right. in today's world. Right, which wasn't actually that long ago. And it wasn't that long right? ago. We're talking At like a all. decade less even for some episodes. So my question was, is it offensive now or is it safe enough to play that song because it's so funny and because you understand and know 
the humor behind the character of Michael Scott, who is this lovable right. buffoon who doesn't know any better. It's so but you, offensive, though. And extremely offensive, <laughs> but you still you have a soft spot for him because you know he means well. Right. And you still want to cheer him on. Right. Even though he's an idiot sometimes. Right. So I put the question out there, and I got a bunch of replies. Okay, yeah. Here's what people are saying. Haha, yes, play it. It's like you're giving them a shout-out for the people who are celebrating Diwali. Right. Somebody else said, just play it. People are just way too sensitive these days. Okay, but is this Somebody coming? Somebody else said, play it. Someone said, Diwali's song is totally hilarious, and I don't think it's offensive to play. Another person wrote, it's really funny. It's all right to play. Okay, but this sounds like a bunch of white people. So I, <laughs> next question. Everyone texting in yeah. saying, you get the pass, yes. go ahead and play it. Are y'all the ones who are participating in Diwali? <sighs> Do you participate in Diwali every year? Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one because this sounds like to me a lot of people being like, oh, people are too sensitive. Just play it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it sounds like a little bit of that crowd. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, now we've made such a big deal out of it. I don't know what I'm to a do. brown like I'm a brown I hear guy. You. I right? know, I know, I so know. So I love I the Wally. I love the celebration. Yes. I love the way people big it up so much. And right. I love seeing the, 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 the pictures on social yes. every year around this time. And I love the office so much. Yes. But I, I don't but I, I honestly but but like real real talk here. I think that there is a very distinct difference, um, especially having just watched that episode. I think that there's a very huge difference, say, between Michael Scott singing the Diwali song on the office and say um people defending uh Apu on Netflix or right. on Simpsons. Right. I think that there's a very big difference between the two. Maybe I'm wrong couple of texts that are coming in right now yeah i'm not white i'm brown and i celebrate diwali another person said uh i'm indian like hardcore indian we'll be yeah. fine okay. someone says yes i do celebrate diwali i'm a brown guy okay. so yeah but what about the song though <laughs> you know what yeah if i catch heat i catch heat okay okay i'm yeah, gonna play it sure. anyway go for this it this is going out to indians everywhere it's a tribute to one of the greats mr adam sandler Diwali is a festival of lights. Let me tell you something. Tonight has been one crazy night. So put on your saris. It's time to celebrate Diwali. Everybody looks so jolly. But it's not Christmas, it's Diwali. The goddess of destruction, Kali, <laughs> stop by to celebrate Diwali. Don't invite any zombies to a celebration of Diwali. <laughs> Along came Polly to have some fun at Diwali. If you're Indian and you love to party, have a happy, 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 happy Diwali. and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Scotty Pippen, former Chicago Bull mm -hmm. NBA champion, multiple NBA champion. He's got a new book coming out called Unguarded. Oh. And it drops on Tuesday. And the one thing everyone is talking about, I guess it's because they, this is the portion of the book that they released, 
is he goes in on former teammate Michael Jordan. Like when you say go in, you mean like doesn't like him? Does not like him. Interesting. At all. Did and we if get you a, watch, I, did we get a sense of that though during the when they were a team? Did you ever was was that ever no. a story that you always thought that they were the one two combo? That's what the I one, thought. The one two punch I that didn't they worked together. That well, though, the synergy right? was there. They knew how to read each other. They knew the plays that they were going to make. Doesn't and necessarily mean you like each other though, right? Exactly. Yeah, and Michael Jordan is not exactly known to be warm and friendly to his teammates no. at all. Even Scottie Pippen, right? Yeah. Right. And we saw a lot of that in the uh, the Netflix the. Um, Last Dance yeah. that came out earlier this year, right? You really got the sense that none of his teammates really liked him. Right. And Scottie Pippen, before I tell you what's in the Scottie Pippen book, yeah. I want to take it back to 2010 when Pippen was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. And it was Michael Jordan that was the one that gave him his big intro. So Michael Jordan is standing there on stage just to Scottie Pippen's left while Pippen is at the podium and says this. What an honor it is for me as a basketball player to have the all-time great presenting me here tonight. It was such a valuable... It was so valuable to me as a player to see someone who had the same desire, determination, passion, and love for the game. Who knew that number 23 would be here 23 years later, presenting me into the NBA, excuse me, to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. MJ, you have touched so many people's lives, but none like mine's. Thank you for being the best teammate. I will always cherish that experience, and I will cherish our relationship forever. Mm. Thank you. Right, I get, but everybody's on their best behavior. He's playing the things, part, right? So, in the book Unguarded, which comes out on Tuesday, Scottie Pippen goes in on former teammate Michael Jordan, uh, calling him selfish, hypocritical, and insensitive. Oof. And then talking about the Last Dance documentary, he says Michael received ten million dollars for his role in the doc, while my teammates and I didn't earn a dime. Another reminder of the pecking order from the old days. For an entire season, we allowed cameras into the sanctity of our locker rooms, our practices, our hotels, our huddles, our lives. Uh, Scottie Pippen was also upset that Jordan had such a huge part in the creation of the documentary. And wrote that it focused too much on Michael Jordan and pushed him and the other players to the sidelines. Pippen says this, I was nothing more than a prop. His best teammate of all time, Jordan called me. He couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. Wow. He also says that he believes that Jordan's motivation to do the documentary was at least in part fueled by his desire to remind this generation of his legacy, especially because everyone is talking about LeBron James has been talking about LeBron James as being the GOAT. Right. By comparison. When you right. look at games, you look at championships, you look at stats, you look at popularity, product right. out there, right? Yeah. Uh, and then since the documentary came out, Pippen says this in his book, over the next few weeks, I spoke to a number of my former teammates who have each felt 
as disrespected as I did. Oh, How on. dare Michael treat us that way after everything we did for him and his precious brand? Wow. <laughs> Hold on. That's, that's a little bitter to me. He says this. You want to know what selfish is? Selfish is retiring right before the start of training camp when it's too late for the organization to sign free agents. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That is, that's facts right there. And a final quote yeah. from Scotty Pippen in his new book called Unguarded, which is out on Tuesday. He says Michael treated him and his teammates, quote, poorly and adds, Michael and I aren't close and never have been. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that sounds a little bitter, but also, you know, as great as Scotty uh, was, like, you can't go in on Michael Jordan for being Michael Jordan. Like, you can't go in on Michael Jordan and be like, he only did that doc to remind people that he was the greatest. Well, he was, was, he's like, nobody's saying that about you, right? So is that why he's released this part? Yeah. Of the book, which is out on Tuesday. Yes, God, I hope nobody I know ever writes a book. (laughs) (laughs) Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. Branton, what's up, dude? Welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hey, wonderful. You guys? Good, Good, buddy. We do a lot of these uh, FML updates for Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. You are, Branson, still... One of my favorite segments of Razamoka's Fix My Life that we've ever done. And just to bring people back up to speed, you called us because your problem was that you had resting smile face. And it wasn't something that you could really control. And you felt that it prevented you from being taken seriously also, you're a kickboxer, <laughs> and when you're standing there, you can't help but smile, and that messes a whole lot of things up because you can't look tough, you can't play the part, you can't do all this stuff. Uh, and um, remind us and everybody else right now sort of like how you felt at the time when you called us dealing with resting smile face, and uh, take us through uh, a little bit of our conversation and uh, what you got out of it. Yeah, so uh, last time you, Roz, you said that I... I- I shouldn't have to change for the world that that I should just be who I am and uh, just kind of embrace my smile, like don't change who I am. So like last time I thought of my smile as a weakness, like a disadvantage, as you said, because people don't take me seriously. But it's weird because kind of now I think it's, it is an advantage. Um, like, for example, I recently got into a fight with someone. <laughs> oh and, my god! Um, wait, wait, like, <laughs> uh, like, a, like a, a street fight, or is this part of your kickboxing training? Um, yeah, I was on the street. Oh god! What happened? So, I guess I was walking with my gym bag, and the guy told me to move it out, but he was rude about it because I'm on a sidewalk. He said I'm taking up the whole sidewalk with my gym bag, so he was just kind of, I guess, like power tripping, and um it kind of got into an argument and it kind of escalated Yeah, and he wanted to fight. So it was weird. He had a drink in his hand. He put down his drink and he just stood up and I was there and smiling at him. Next thing you know, I just kick him in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) All while smiling. (laughs) I don't think this time I was smiling. (laughs) 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 It it was a pretty scary situation. So, I kind of kicked him and I backed up, picked up my bag and and kind of just left. So I have to ask about the kick just because I need to get the visual. Was it like a one of those front kicks or did you like kick. turn to the side where your shin hit him in the in the stomach? No, one of the front kick with the toe. Okay, the front kick. Okay, so you push him away with your foot. 
And then what happened? Then I, then I, I just backed up because I didn't want to get into a scrap. And then he was just trash talking me, but he was kind of coming close. And I was just keeping my distance. And eventually he just stopped following me. He's like, oh, I'll remember your face. I'll remember your face. Um, so a, yeah. a few days la- later. with a beautiful that, smile. That, 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 that stupid smiling face. <laughs> <laughs> so then what happened? A few days later, he actually saw me on the street. Oh, and he's no. like, oh, you're the guy who kicked me, huh? So no. this is outside my gym. So I walk into my, my gym and he kind of comes in and my coach is there and kind of calmed the situation down. So the guy wanted to shake my hand. And here's the part where the smile comes in. So he shakes my hand and whatever, and he's still saying a few things to intimidate me. But all I do is I just smile right right, <laughs> like right in his face because yeah. he's shaking my hand. He's close to me. And I'm just smiling. And he kind of gets mad. He's like, yo, bro, why are you smiling for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because I realized that that was my advantage because that made him even more mad by <laughs> smiling. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you uh, you have embraced your resting smile phase, right? I broke it during the initial fight, but I, it's like I came back to it and it seemed like it was more effective. Because it was weird. It made him more mad by me just smiling. Yeah. And I, didn't intend, I, I intended to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> But it seemed like it intensified it. <laughs> uh, listen, I our, I think our That's advice is, is the same today as it was then, which oh, is, man. you know, I, I wish more people had the problem of resting smile face. I think that it would be a much, uh, much more pleasant way to walk down the street. And uh, I'll say this again, which is I don't think that you should try and force yourself to not smile. I think that when, when this is something that one individual is going through like yourself, I think that you actually probably light up more people's day than you even know and uh and don't change don't change i mean i know it may every now and then get your your ass kicked but uh but i think it might be worth it <laughs> that is that is a great story dude i freaking love that so you haven't run into that guy again right like now that he knows like what you look like um, and knows the gym that you train at he's not like hanging around the neighborhood or anything he does live in the neighborhood the other day i still met him like he, he was kind of calm and i kind of shook his hand and uh, he said, you know, one day I'll come and spar you in the gym, but let me just, you know, get my life straight. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. wow. So, Damn, uh, Branson. again, Branson, that was uh, this is an FML update. We talked to you back in July where your big problem was that you uh, suffer from resting smile face. <laughs> and uh, you worried that uh, people didn't take you seriously. Also, it didn't help with the fact that you're a kickboxer. But it seems like uh, everything has worked out. Yeah. Right, right on, man. Right on. I love Much this love, story. Much love, Branson. Thank you, bro. Okay, thank you, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Did you watch the trailer for the new Will Smith YouTube series? No. It's a new show. It's called uh, Best Shape of My Life. So he's basically just trying to... Oh, and he's getting... Yeah, 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 yeah. Trim down, get fit. Haven't seen it. <clears throat> um, It's being released on November 8th, so next week. Mm-hmm. And in the trailer, it shows Will working out, um, in the process of writing his memoir, and then there are parts of it where he's sitting around uh, at a table with his kids, yeah. and they're just having general conversations. And one of the big stories that you're going to see people are writing about now and talking about, and one of the most intriguing things, because we all need to know now the background to this, is that at one point in his life, Will Smith said he contemplated suicide. 
Oh, wow. Listen to this. So you ready? This began as a journey to get into the best shape of my life. Even better than iRobot? Even better than iRobot. <laughs> I'm going to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks. Come on, Will. Get your head back. When I started this show, I'm about to get it. I thought I was getting into the best shape of my life physically, but mentally, I was somewhere else. I'm done. And I ended up discovering a whole lot of hidden things about myself. I'm writing my book, and it's like exposing my life and so many things that people don't know about me. That was the only time in my life that I ever considered suicide. Oof. What was and going on then? That part of the trailer, the discussion, is yeah. where he's sitting at the table with his three kids. Wow. And after he said that line, his daughter Willow, like they show her reaction. Yeah. And she just had like tears in her eyes. She was welling right. up. I wonder what was going on though. What was the situation? I guess we'll watch it and find out. But yeah. I'm trying to think of like, was it, do you think a, 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 like early on? In his career, do you think it was something that happened later when he thought maybe it was all over for a brief period of time or yeah, stuff that was going on at home? I don't or, know. Yeah, interesting. So when does that drop? November 8th. November 8th. Yeah. It's uh, Will Smith and his new Looks YouTube good. series called Best Shape of My Life. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. All right, man. Live it up. Come on. Live it up. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> yes. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, there was a viral post going around on Instagram that was a tip for anyone who is lost. And the, the post went like this. Uh, if you're lost and your phone is low or has no sing signal, here's a tip. Change the voicemail message on your outgoing voicemail message to give your location, time, date, situation, uh, and uh, instructions. Basically, uh, stay in the car. If your phone dies, voicemail still works, so anyone looking for you will know where to send help. Basically saying that if you say you're stranded lost, somewhere. stranded, you can't get a hold of anybody because you got no cell service, so just change your outgoing voicemail to say, hey, it's Mocha. I'm at the the big rock by the other big rock. Uh, ran out of gas, got no cell service. Come get me, right? Mm. Uh, but the problem is that um, it doesn't work. <laughs> oh, it doesn't? No, because you need... If oh, your yeah, battery's low, yes, you can do it, but you still need... Service. Service. To call into... Your voicemail. Your voicemail, correct. Right, yeah. yes. So uh, uh, this was from uh, Associated Press. They did a big expose on this one Instagram post, oh. uh, by the way. That's yeah. what they're doing with their time now. But uh, but that doesn't work because I saw that like five times over the last couple My of days. My mother-in-law was telling me about that the other day. Yes. but I And I asked her the same question. I was like, but what if you have no, like legit no service? You right. can't use your voicemail at that right. point. Right. And she didn't have an answer. Right. Because it doesn't work. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has changed the name of Facebook. Now, Facebook, the app, like the platform, Facebook, as we know Facebook, is still going to remain Facebook. Instagram and WhatsApp and everything else are still going to uh, remain there. Uh, but uh, Facebook, the company, mm -hmm. is uh, Mark. Now, is no, no, not Mark. Close. Oh. Meta. Oh, Meta. This is Mark Zuckerberg. I believe the metaverse is the next chapter for the internet. And it's the next chapter for our company, too. We're a company that focuses on connecting people. Today, we're seen as a social media company. But in our DNA, we're a company that builds technology to connect people. And the metaverse is the next frontier, just like social networking was 
when we got started. I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. From now on, we're going to be Metaverse first, not Facebook first. Oh, God. He, sounds, he sounds like... Um... You know who he reminds me of? Yeah. Uh, Richard from Silicon Valley. Yes. A little yeah, bit. but also Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Like the, those, <laughs> those, those first couple of lines, like listen to the first couple of lines. Go back and play it again from the top. I believe the metaverse is the next chapter for the internet. Right? And it's yeah. the next chapter for Napoleon. our company too. We're a company that focuses metaverse. on... I believe the metaverse. Napoleon. It doesn't even sound real, right? Like what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we just we just trust him. Like you just, you don't really question. Like what in the hell is the metaverse? Like we just let him get on there and say that the metaverse is the new, it's because is there's the, is nobody the new frontier? There. It's because there's nobody there to question him. But what is the metaverse? We all know. Okay, so he changed Facebook because Facebooks are getting dragged, yeah. rightfully so, for not protecting children, right? Uh, the Their lack of gatekeeping when it comes to harmful posts. So now he wants to build something bigger, right? The metaverse. The metaverse. Okay, so, but what is the metaverse? I don't understand what that means. Everybody's just reporting this today. I've heard the story nine times today already. And everybody's like, well, because he's developing the metaverse. Nobody's saying what the metaverse well, what is. is. The metaverse? Yes, I don't know what is the metaverse. I don't understand what that You're means. You're just jealous that he was online <laughs> chatting with babes all day. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Alec Baldwin uh, met with reporters, and I guess the investigation is still going on on the uh, shooting that took place on the movie set that he was uh, involved in. And I don't know the circumstances of this, how long that reporters had been tailing Baldwin and his wife and I guess their kids. Uh, but at some point, Alec got out of the car to talk to reporters. I'm not allowed to make any comments because it's an ongoing investigation. I've been ordered by the sheriff's department. In Santa Fe, I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. It's an active investigation in terms of a woman dying. She was my friend. She was my friend. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel, the director. We were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Do you think production will start up again on No, I doubt it. Anything else? Okay. So just do me a favor, you don't mind? My kids are in the car crying. Because you guys are following me. And all me I want to do, know. as a courtesy to you, I came to talk to you. Now, please, would you just not follow us for the rest of this? Just, just leave us Just go home. Wow. wow. Yeah. And that was, like, literally on the side of the road? Yeah. You yeah. hear traffic whizzing by like crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, hey, are Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson a thing? So, no, I don't know. Man. Come on, Pete Davidson yeah. and Kim K. Yeah, so apparently, There's no way. Apparently, Kim's mom leaked pictures to People Magazine. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't know. Oh. Um, I always assume that it's Chris. Uh, so they were at Knoxbury Farm, or I guess Knox Scary Farm, on Saturday on a mm -hmm. roller coaster. So they were seen holding hands, mm -hmm. right? Um, but the way that I understand it is that they were holding hands well on a roller coaster as opposed to holding hands walking through the park. Oh, maybe right? one of them was scared. I guess. Then. I don't know. I don't Protect know. Protect me. Um, but they were there with Courtney and Travis Barker. And, and who else? I don't know. But it sounds like a double date, I guess. Like it was the, date, yeah. It sounds like a double For date. Sure, they're the, dating. The, the friend, the, the four of them, I guess. Confirmed. They're holding hands. A friend said, quote, uh, they hang in the same circle, so they will be together from time to time. Uh, it's just friends hanging out. Who said that? 
a, a friend, like mm, a Chris Jenner. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Chris Can Jenner. Can you say it was from a friend, please? Did, didn't Pete Davidson? What was that story? Didn't Pete Davidson? This would be wild if it was, but didn't he? Wasn't it a story of he picked? Up, he had to pick up the 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 tab on. There was a big birthday dinner for somebody, and Kanye was there. Yeah. So what was that happened? story? So we started out was that he was having dinner with I think it was Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, uh, it was reported that uh, somebody else showed up. Was it Kid Cudi? Is that who it was? Uh, Kid, sorry, Kid Cudi. You're yeah, right. Kid Cudi yeah. first. And then he's like, oh, yeah. He gave the waitress um, his, his credit, credit card. card. Uh, and then uh, Kim and Kanye showed up. And he's like, okay, no problem. Kim and Kanye are going to show up. And then Kanye went ahead and he's like, give me the stuff that's like, like the, the real strange stuff on the menu. Yeah. And then and Pete ended up having to pay for the right. entire thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Kanye just came in. <laughs> yeah. And Pete had to pick up the whole tab. Yeah. So awkward. Anyway, so there's that. So awkward. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, apparently Ice Cube dropped out of a Jack Black movie and left $9 million on the table because they wanted him to get vaccinated. Is he an anti-vaxxer? I don't, I mean, I Ice guess. Cube? I guess it's what it sounds like. So Wait, was wasn't he telling people to get vaxxed though? Who, Cube? Yeah. Um, I thought there was a story where Cube was like telling people to get vaxxed or mask up or something. Yeah, I think that there are people who are telling people to get vaxxed who have not yet been vaxxed. But the oh. movie was called Oh Hell No. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack Black was uh, already signed on. Ice Cube was going to co-star. Uh, the, the story goes that it was a $9 million uh, payday for him. Wow. And they had mandated COVID-19. COVID-19 vaccines for the cast and uh, and he walked away. He said, oh, hell no. He said, oh, hell no. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The movie right there. Yeah. That's oh. a that's a big payday to walk away from, man. Yeah. That's Cube's like, got, I mean, not to say nine million isn't a lot of money. Nine million is a it's a crazy amount ton of, money. of money. Yeah. But for somebody like Ice Cube, who's been in music and acting for yeah. so long, yeah. he's got millions on millions in that bank account. Sure. So maybe nine mil missed like a potential nine mil to get added. Maybe it's not like that big of a deal. I don't know. Right. Like, but that's like, that's like saying somebody, you know, would, would you get vaccinated for $9 million and somebody saying no, like you would look at them like they were crazy. Oh yeah. No. Both. Right. Arms. Yeah. And the like, there's a lot of things that I would do for $9 million. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me all the vaccinations. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you what the recipe is. I don't even Every care. Every single one of them. I don't even care. The COVID one. Yeah. All the other ones that doctors make you get that you... They say you're supposed to. Bro, there's people I'm that like, would take... There was people that would take $9 million and get COVID. Let alone vaccine, yeah, Shem, right? The double Shem, yes. <laughs> Take where, your chances where with do COVID. I sign up? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Controversy at Wheel of Fortune. What happened? Oh, so normally they make the puzzles like somewhat difficult for people to try and solve, right? Yeah. Uh, so the category was movie quote. Movie okay. quote, and they were quoting Candyman. Now, do you know the rules for what are the rules for Candyman, Maury? Five times in the dark, right? I don't even think it has to be in the dark. Yeah, in the dark. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so and five, then he appears five, behind you. five times, just like Bloody Mary. When, when you say Candyman five times, uh-huh. so you said it twice already. Don't do Candyman appears. So times. you go to wheel of fortune now and the category is movie quotes Mm -hmm. so listen to what this the puzzle was when the guy solves it but then listen to what pat sajak says right after candy man 
Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Corgi. Yes, you got it. Four. Yeah. That, by the way, for those who don't know, is from a film called Candyman. There's your uh, and fifth. And by the way, if you sit, and I said it the fifth time, which means he appears. Right. Wheel. Absolutely. Oh, we should be terrified. He may be under the wheel. So everybody freaking out over that because they shouldn't have said Candyman five times on Wheel Dude, of Fortune. Dude, said it five times. <laughs> Candyman, Don't Candyman, you know Candyman, the rules? Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. Right? Is that the rule? Five times? That's a yeah. lot. Isn't Bloody Mary three times? Yeah. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Yeah. It's three times, Dog, right? come on. What? Now you can have Bloody Mary <laughs> and Candyman follow you home? Maybe they'll hook up. Leave me alone. Oh. Right? Anyway, so uh, people were very upset about that. By the way, I didn't the say it. Candyman, so Candyman if you're here. Yeah, Candyman. Bras. Candyman. Okay. Candyman. Same with you, Bloody Mary. <laughs> Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Don't. <laughs> Actually, no, with Bloody Mary, though, you're supposed yeah. to say it in front of a mirror. So That's you're good. true. That's true. You're right about that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Elon Musk said that he's willing to give up $6 billion to end world hunger. So this comes in response to a tweet made by David um, Beasley. He's the director of the UN's World Food Program, the uh, WFP. And he said that he was doing an interview where he said that billionaires need to step up now. And he called out Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Mm -hmm. And he said, quote, $6 billion to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. It's not complicated. And then Elon replied and said, if the World Food Program, using transparent and open accounting, can describe on Twitter, describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion will solve world hunger, I will sell Tesla stock right now and do it. And then he went on to say, but it must be open source accounting so the public sees precisely how the money is spent. And then David Beasley replied and said, "Uh, I can assure you that we have the systems in place for transparency and open source accounting. Your team can review and work with us um, to be totally confident of such. And then somebody else jumped into it, a guy named Dr. Uh, Eli David, and he jumped in the conversation replying to the original tweet by David Beasley and said, the World Health Program raised $8.4 billion in 2020. How come that didn't solve world hunger? Oh, open source that. Right? And then David Beasley replied saying, uh, the headline is inaccurate. $6 billion will not solve world hunger, but it will prevent geopolitical instability, mass migration, and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation, an unprecedented crisis, and a perfect storm due to COVID-19 conflict and climate change. So it's looking like what Elon Musk was asking for is not going to happen because they tried to simplify it and say that 2% of Elon Musk's wealth could save, um, solve world hunger completely. And Elon Musk was like, if you show me how to do that, I'll give you $6 billion right now. And then it all sort of went to hell. Hey, didn't um, Bezos say, was it last week he wanted to like build a space hotel? Yeah, I think so. Did he say something like that? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to space hotel though. Yeah, too risky. Yeah, there's no way. I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't sleep. I'd be up all night. All I guess day. I guess I guess it's always all night. Yeah, I was gonna but say I would or just, all day. You don't yeah, know. I would just be up. <laughs> like there's no way. I hey, do you age quicker? Like just on the cusp of of Earth? Because you know how they say like don't know when you're up there. Don't know. Time moves differently. Yeah, don't know. Like does that also work in space hotel if yeah. it's just on the edge of Earth? Don't know. I know from Interstellar. Um, Matthew McConaughey didn't age at all. No. Um, but then his kids grew up. And got old back on Earth. Yeah. So I don't Grandkids know. Grandkids and everything. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if like this is like a movie thing. Remember he he was not. on that one planet 
Yeah. And for every like couple of minutes or something, yeah. there, like seven years had passed. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Which is, I know it's too scary for me. That's why I'm not going to go to space because of that. Yeah, no. Holiday Inn no. Express. There's, there's I'm good. No, there's no, I have no business in space. I have yeah. no business going to a space hotel, nothing like that. Uh, it's not going to happen for me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, uh, Cal Penn came out and announced that he was engaged. Did you know about this, Maury? So Harold and Kumar star Cal Penn comes out as gay and reveals that he's engaged to his partner of over a decade. Uh, this is in his, uh, his new memoir. So um, Cal Penn's partner would go with him to things, but nobody ever, like, it was always introduced as, this is my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what you guys do to your grandmothers, too? The, my, right. Matthew's grandmother introduces me as this, this Matthew's friend. Right. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grandma still used the friend for the, for the husband and the lover. Your friend coming for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Cal Penn uh, not only uh, came out, big day for him, uh, very writing the memoir, man. and uh, also engaged. So congratulations all around to uh, Cal Penn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, uh, Mariah Carey, you done it again. Oh, no. So what every, happened? I'm excited more he is. Uh, every Halloween at uh, midnight when it becomes uh, November 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariah Carey uh, celebrates and launches the official uh, Mariah holiday season. season. Mariah season. Okay. And so she released a video where uh, she's in the house and out on the front porch, there's three jack-o'-lanterns, three pumpkins. Yeah. And in... They have the words "It's not time" carved into them, and they're and they're glowing. Mm-hmm. And then as more, I carved them herself. I guess, yeah, they're beautiful too. Good and then her. as soon as the clock sounds and it becomes November first, Mariah comes out of the house and smashes the pumpkin that reads "Not" with a with a candy cane baseball bat. Oh. And then and then it just simply reads "It's time." So here's the here's the the video Mariah released last night. <laughs> Ooh, dramatic. <laughs> oh, wow. And then she smashed the pumpkin. And the caption at the end of the video just simply reads, uh, it's time to smash that pumpkin and treat it as pie because we still got to get through Thanksgiving. Mm. So is this it, Maury? It's officially... Well, in the video, yeah. fans, us lambs have noticed one of the presents underneath the tree okay. with her read 11-5. Which means? November 5th. So something is oh. coming out on this Friday. We suspect it's going to be the trailer, the announcement for her TV Christmas special. Oh. That's has she done one think. of those before? She did no? one last did, year yeah. and the year before. And so didn't the, one, the one last year wasn't that good, right? Was it that good? Was that the was one that tanked? It tanked. I don't know which one you watched. The, uh, I oh, thought I didn't it was fantastic. But, okay, but you as a fan thought it was fantastic. Well, yeah. As a television was production, fanta- was it, it was fanta- terrible. Yeah. Okay, it was terrible, right? That's it, yeah. Okay, anyway, it's Mariah. It's the holidays, and uh, that's what she does. Uh, and she does it very, very well. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ed Sheeran, listen to this clip about Ed Sheeran where he talks about how, I guess, like when he was younger, he thought he might be... Uh, gay for a bit because he didn't do all the sort of man, man, man stuff. Listen to this. Yeah, I'm I- not like a hugely masculine person anyway. Like I, I have, I have a definite um, feminine side to the point where, like, when I was a kid, I thought I was gay for a bit. Like I, 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 I definitely have a big feminine side. I love musical oh. theatre. I love pop music. I love Britney Spears. Like my my masculine side is like 
probably stops at drinking beer and watching football. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. don't lend your own car? No. If it's broken? No. And I'm not like, I'm not like a car guy. I like, I like, I like a nice car, but I'm not like a car guy. It's interesting that it's the, the those sort of like skills and interests that when you're younger, I guess, if you don't fall in line with those things that maybe you think that you were gay as opposed to feelings that you would have yeah. for maybe, maybe you were thinking, well, because I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. Maybe the feelings just I, haven't hit yet. Maybe the feelings have I never thought that though. Like I was happen, never a car guy. I'm still not a car later. guy. Yeah. It's interesting. But like I know enough like to maintain my, I am a car guy and I am car. gay. So <laughs> there you go. No. So what's Ed's problem? Right? Know, right? Car guy. Please. Maury brings his car to the dealership to get the sticker changed on his license. Flight. And we hang yeah. out with the all the, the grease monkeys in me. <laughs> Listen to you, the grease monkeys. Uh, anyway, that was uh, Ed Sheeran. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The show was recorded on Saturday night, and it will air at some other point in I don't even know. I think this month, later this month. month. Uh, Jay-Z was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Dave Chappelle showed up as a surprise inductor for Jay-Z. I would like to apologize to the (laughs) incredible honor to induct this next man into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I need everybody in Rock and Roll to know that even though you are honoring him, He's ours. He's forever and ever in a day. So that's what he said. He goes, I want everybody in rock and roll to know that even though you're honoring him, meaning Jay-Z, he is ours. He is hip-hop forever and a day. So uh, that uh, went down to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, do you have the Taylor Swift clip? Did she open the show? Is that the deal? She did, yeah. Uh, hold on. It's interesting. I, uh... Oh, I have here. Uh, opens up with uh, Carol King, performing Carol King. I'm reading that it's going to broadcast on HBO November 20th. Thank you very oh, much. Nice. Um, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Eternals is out. When does Eternals come out? This Friday. Friday, man. Yeah. Uh, Eternals is out. Uh, Kumail uh, Nanjiani, who uh, he got all beefed up and everything for uh, Eternals. Um, Dinesh. This, he's definitely not Dinesh from Silicon no, Valley. Not in this movie. No, no. Um, a lot of questions as to whether he's Dinat. Huh? You know what I mean? Nothing. Uh, so he got all oh, beefed natural. up. Oh, <laughs> natural. <laughs> uh, so he got all beefed up, and yeah. um, he's like a superhero now. And it's weird for me to even look at him because he's still Dinesh from, of course. from Silicon Valley, yeah. who I love that character, right? The best, one of the and best. And I love this character. Uh, but the question uh, revolves around um, stunts, and he's on Alan today and uh, tells this um incredible story of uh, doing his own stunts on set of Eternals. I am so, so excited about this movie. It's it's Chloe Zhao who, you know, did Nomadland, won two Oscars for it. And there was a lot of stunts that you... Did you do your own stunts? Well, you know, I, I tried. Mm-hmm. There's a big scene in the movie where I have to sort of do like 10 different moves and then shoot the bad guy. And when I trained, they were like, just do it one step at a time because we'll just do, like, one shot, 
you set up, do another shot. It'll take all day, but we'll string it together. And then Chloe, the director, on the day was like, this should be one shot. So there's no <laughs> oh, edit. Oh, no. I'm like, wow, that's going to look really cool. But now I have to figure out how to do this. And we were shooting on a Saturday. So this is, it ends with me sliding under something. And I did it about 30 times. And it's really, like, embarrassing because there's 200 people just watching you trying to make their Saturday night. The last two I nailed, okay? So it took me 30 tries. Wow. Felt pretty good about myself. And then I walked by the same set a couple weeks later and I saw a guy dressed as me doing it again. And I was like, <laughs> all right, do what you got to do. Oh, no. Make it oh look that good. sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, he's feeling real good, Could real you proud. Imagine? Oh, you gave it your all. And I'm, and I'm sure he's not the first superhero, the first actor to take on a superhero no. role, where you walk on a set one day and there's somebody else dressed just like you doing all the cool stuff. Yeah. Right? You know? Oh. I know. It kind of sucks. Uh, great Sorry, story, Dinesh. though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So, uh, Carol Baskin and her husband uh, filed a lawsuit in Tampa, Florida yesterday against Netflix and the production company behind Tiger King 2, uh, alleging that producers breached a contract by continuing to use footage of Carol and her husband in oh. the sequel. Since they only signed on, they say, to appear um, in the initial documentary. Therefore, according to the documents, um, the Baskins were demanding that Netflix and the producers remove all footage from them in Tiger King 2, uh, which comes out uh, November 17th. And then late last night at around 11.55, a federal judge in Florida had denied Carol Baskin and her husband's request for a temporary um restraining order against the uh, use of her image in the production saying yo they well, worked out late yeah, 11.55 yeah, p.m. Saying, yeah saying while the court understands the Baskins wow. frustration it does not appear that inclusion of defendants footage of the Baskins will cause any immediate harm that cannot be compensated with monetary damages are judges so, 24 hour service yeah you can get I guess it's just like you can file some sort like you can go to a judge at all hours of the night and get like a search warrant or a restraining order or what? all Haven't of you this seen stuff on law and order yeah. where they go to the judge's Don't house and knock show, on no. the door yeah yeah super late and they're in their jammies and like yeah. all right meet me in the no. office <laughs> exactly. you're yeah. not in yeah. any type of like right frame of mind after working a full day let's say you work a full full day right to be making you don't think so judge no. I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. No? No. Okay. So what, you think they need to, like, revisit this in the morning? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. After yeah. a full okay. night's sleep? Yes, fresh cup of coffee. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. But, uh... I, I can't trust a judgment that comes in from a judge who's just been woken up out of their sleep at, like, 2.30 in the morning. Okay. All right. Okay. What about a surgeon, though? Like, what if it, what if it's a surgeon working late? You got to trust them. Part of the job is being able to do the job on 10 hours sleep or no sleep, right? Like that's the sort of training that you go through. How many years experience they got? Well, here's Okay, so here's my question. I asked this question the other day. I know this, we're just kind of going sidetracked here with the news. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Would you rather have, if you really, really needed one, okay, okay. would you rather have to deal with a, um, a young doctor or a young lawyer? Hmm. Like how young? Like let's say like how or sorry, how much like, experience? A little bit younger than you. And I'm young. Right. Let's say a little bit younger than you. If you really needed one, would you rather have a young doctor or a young lawyer? Doctor. 
You'd rather have a young doctor. I think so, yeah. You How would, you? Huh? I would rather have a young doctor as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have an old lawyer because for me, medicine changes constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's new things, new tricks, new techniques, new research, new science, new everything else. The law rarely changes. Right. So I want somebody who's a dinosaur who knows this stuff yes. in and out. I would rather have a young doctor than a young some, lawyer. Yes, all the new medical breakthroughs. Yes, they're, I would, they're exactly. up on all that info. Give me an old lawyer. Any, I don't want a sure. young lawyer. Yes. Right? I don't exactly. want that. Yeah. Tell I me want, about, if you're going to help me out, Tell me, you know, yes. the case in 1953 right. that helped this next person Thank out. Thank you. Right? Give me the facts yes. on that and how you're going to rework it right. into our case. Yes. And then don't wake up that judge at 2.30 in the morning. Thank you. I still you. don't trust him. I know, I'm, I know I'm white, but let's make this about civil rights. Because <laughs> you look old enough to be able to pull that off. <laughs> Work that law. <laughs> judge, I see Judge. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chris Pratt is going to be the new voice of Garfield, and I guess they're doing a Garfield movie. Is Garfield even relevant right now, do you think? I couldn't remember the last time anyone even brought up Garfield. Well, because Bill Murray voiced Garfield in a 2004 movie, and that was really like the last time. They made like a the, movie in 04? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it did very well. Uh, but here's a little bit of Chris Pratt's voice, just so you get a sense of uh, what Chris sounds like. A reminder. Yeah, I liked. I, I've I've spent a good amount of time naked. I was always getting naked. I was always getting in trouble for getting naked. <laughs> okay, so hey. that's Chris Pratt. Yeah, sure. But the weird thing about Garfield, now that I'm going through all these clips, right? The weird thing about Garfield was like Garfield was different than other kind of cartoons because Garfield always sounded like a man, as opposed to like a cartoon voice, right? Oh, I don't right. Know. Like Garfield always sounded like a man. Well, what here? Play Bill Murray. It's clip number four. When Bill Murray did Garfield, he just sounded like Bill Murray. I'm getting my exercise, doing my job. Just one quick cannonball! Okay, I think you're cleaning up now. Okay, so that's Bill Murray's Garfield. It's basically Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Yeah. But when I go back and I'll play you these these other two, right? Um, Like Garfield sounded like a, like it was weird because he's like a cartoon camp, but he sounded like a man. So play clip number two. This is uh, Lorenzo Music. I hate mornings. I like them better if they started later. Rats. My owner must still be lolling around in bed. It's right. hard to find good help these days. So that's oh the God. Garfield I remember. So depressing. Right now, go to play number one. This is uh, the first Garfield from the 80s. Listen to this guy. Show me a good Mauser and I'll show you a cat with bad breath. I have feet. One last olive. I think I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> it's not. This sounds like, like one boring <laughs> ass show. Garfield, he's the cat that loves lasagna. You don't know Garfield? Now, does you never watch that, or no. you never you never read that, or watch does, that? And does his owner know that? Like, does he talk to his owner? Is this no, one of those he's where gotta, no, he's, it's Garfield. He has a he's dog. just his inner dialogue that the, yeah, the audience knows. But he has a dumb dog friend named Odie, okay. I believe. Yeah, yellow and, dog. Um, I don't know if he's yellow. Maybe he's yellow. Is he yellow Brown? dog. I'm not 100 percent sure to be honest oh. with you. But Garfield loves lasagna. He loves lazing around and eating lasagna. You don't. Oh. You don't remember That's Garfield? my kind of cat. Yeah, exactly. But you don't remember Garfield, huh? Sort of. No emotional attachment to Garfield whatsoever. No. no that no. in your life Mm-mm. you didn't have that where you grew up no you guys weren't all like sitting around telling like garfield stories to each other 
<laughs> What's more to tell? <laughs> the lazy know. ass cat that sounds like a man yeah, that eats lasagna? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> to end up story. I don't know. On I'm just saying, next. okay, Chris Pratt's going to be the new Garfield for God's sake. Cool. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks, Star-Lord. Uh, <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, Aiden. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Where do you listen to the show from? Uh, so, uh, Milton or Guelph. All right, Milton and Guelph. All right, Aiden, um, go for it. What's your question for the room? Okay, so my question is, what is something your significant other makes that you love? I know Roz likes food questions, so. Mm. What is something that my significant other makes that I love? Like, um, like food-wise? Yeah. Before, yeah. before we answer, Aiden, what is your answer? Do you have oh, an answer for exactly, I can't exactly give an answer. I'm Why? still in high school. Yeah. Oh, so what, man? What about your mom? Is your or your your, your dad <laughs> like your parents? My mom used to bake when I was in before high school, but that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> you sound like you're in a you sound like you're in a place, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? We're not gonna grill you no more, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. No, you, you no, really okay. you sound like you're going through some things. Yeah, and it's okay. Um, Roz, do you have any I it's anything very, that counts? Very, wait, wait, that's yeah. so weird because you're the one that makes everything I know, at home. I know, it's very difficult. So you might make a flower arrangement or two. Oh, does it have to be food or can no. it be something else? Whatever you Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, he came okay. up with a question. But he, you're right. You're right. No more questions. No, yeah. more, no more. No more. No more questions. No more questions. You just answer, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there something that Catherine makes that I love? I mean, she like makes my life more fun. Um, but as far as food goes, and I've said this many times on the show, I am I cook ninety nine point nine percent of the meals that we eat. Okay, at let's home. flip it then. Yes. What is something that you make for the girls that like Catherine absolutely loves, or that Roxy absolutely loves? Uh, there, I think that their favorite thing now, because everything fluctuates, fluctuates, everything goes in cycles. I would say right now, um, either chicken soup or chicken fried rice they're oh. they're really heavily into chicken fried rice lately really? yeah i mean i make a giant cauldron of chicken fried oh, rice for them yeah. and then i just leave it in the fridge and then they just go at it all all day and, and all weekend oh, that sounds real good yeah good. yeah so there's i i do that quite a bit and then also also soup and then when i make roxy's soup it's weird she always wants chicken noodle soup and mashed potatoes and then she takes her mashed potatoes and puts it in the bottom of the bowl and then pours the chicken noodle soup on top of the mashed potatoes and then mixes it all together. But then doesn't the mashed potato kind of melt a little it bit? It does. And it becomes like this white, thick, potato-y like kind miso, of... Like becomes miso. It's weird. Yeah, but like huh. super thick, right? Really? Yeah, that's how she eats chicken noodle soup. Loves it. Sure, it's her favorite thing whatever. in the world. So that's what they're doing now. Um, Maury. Uh, Matthew makes a really good Portuguese soup. What and is in Portuguese soup? You've said this before. Yeah, it's collard greens, uh, rutabaga, potato, and chorizo. Right. And did I not say it sounded disgusting the last time we I did know, this? I know, but this is a Portuguese wedding soup thing. Like, it actually is really good. Yeah. Question, what is rutabaga? I don't even know. Rutabaga, it's, there's another name for rutabaga, a normal word for rutabaga. Which is? And you're going to tell me in a second. It's like the thing with the purple on the top and then the rest of it's white. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Wow. It's a purpley white. Thing. What's that long thing with the purple tip and everything else is white? No, when you squeeze it too hard? <laughs> <laughs> Ruda, Pars- no, not parsnip. Turnip? Turnip, yeah. yeah. Is it though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. Okay, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know um, there. yeah, that's I'm not a fan of. Uh, but what's the base of that? Like, what's the broth? Like, what is? Is it a vegetable broth? Is it no, a chicken it's the broth? potato and the rutabaga? That's it. No, no, no but the broth. Oh, sorry, the broth. The broth. The, the, the it's gotta be chicken, right? chicken broth. Yeah, oh, it's, like a, it's like a chicken sort mm. of base. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I love he, soups, but he also makes this dish where it's cod. Like uh, codfish. Oh, I, I understand. It's, cod. so it's a cod yeah. lasagna, so it's like layered. It's cod. Oh, my God. Oh, that's God. so gross. Okay, so go ahead. Go ahead. That's go ahead. Say disgusting. It's cod. Yeah. Um, thinly sliced potato. Yeah. Tomato. Yeah. Cod. Yeah. Thinly sliced potato. Yeah. And then you put like piri piri sauce. Oh. Is that a, is that an actual thing, or do you make Bro, that no, up? No, that's an actual thing. Really, that right? sounds like my green bin. Yeah, it's, it's weird, right? <laughs> After a week, but doesn't everything just become like? Doesn't everything just become like one giant like like mush? mush right, it has to be. Well, the potato sort of locks in the layers. Oh, that's so gross. So what else? Like, here. what do you season all that with? The piri piri. I guess salt and pepper, would have, but I mean, I I truly believe you can't knock it till you try it. That okay. I will. But no, never no noodles, no that. noodles though, right? No, no. Nothing. Why would you do that? Well, because you said lasagna, so I was just uh, imagining. Yeah, no, no, no. So it's the lasagna method, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah the layering. Oh, what's method. it called? Is it, oh, does it have a name? It's, it does. Like I an can't official name? No. This thing. Hold oh. on here. Yeah, I found the uh, uh, cod lasagna. Ew. Okay. <laughs> That's so gross. That is disgusting. You no, know, you know what right? it looks. You know what it looks like. It looks like scallop potatoes uh-huh. with fish. Oh, no, I couldn't do it. Right? No thanks. Uh, serve this delicious cod lasagna recipe to your friends. It's different, very tasty, and no. you'll love it and want to repeat. Okay, hold on. <laughs> no there way. you go. Yeah, no. absolutely. That's disgusting. Uh, cod, onion, olive oil, cream. Yeah, lasagna sheets. No, 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 no. We don't do that. Oh well. Oh, you bypass that. Well, hold on. I've here. never like ma- like any time I've had this in Portugal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You went to Portugal th- once. Yeah, twice. <laughs> this is this is from a website called Food from Portugal, by the way. <laughs> See, <laughs> okay. It's official. Food from Portugal was created with the purpose to divulge the Portuguese food to all corners of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we present this site in two languages, English and Portuguese, thus increasing the uh, reach for more people. So they use. First of all, there's no potatoes in this. See, then it's not the right thing. Um, okay, so listen. So no, Matt, it's not the right thing that you guys are making. Well, what then? if you didn't call it? Okay, what if I I shouldn't have called it maybe cod lasagna? What if you just typed in cod and potato dish? <laughs> oh God! Oh, no. You're just gonna cod even Aiden, even Aiden is sick and tired of you. <laughs> no, I, I'm not a big fan. Right? Thank you, Aiden. Uh, while I'm answering this, Mocha, what is uh, what oh, is, what is Jenna, Jenna makes like this amazing um, <laughs> spaghetti with uh, a great pasta dish with uh, with meat or chicken, like ground meat or chicken that yeah. I absolutely love. I don't know what it is she puts in the sauce, but she like um, she she cooks down i think like roasted red peppers and then puts it in the blender with a bunch of other stuff and then pours it into the sauce and mixes it all up with like garlic and onion and salt and pepper and uh and oregano i love that and then she makes she bakes a lot so she does these um these banana chocolate chip muffins that are like super healthy really really good love them so what matthew makes maury from what i understand here is um, portuguese salt cod and potato casserole there you go not lasagna but the layering, that's why I call it, even when I ask for it, I do, they say do that cod lasagna thing. Yeah, but it's a casserole, not lasagna. I mean, And really, also the, the picture yeah. of this looks disgusting, and this is on like a pro food website. Yeah, that's it. 
yeah. Oh. <laughs> that looks, the, the picture of this is mushed up pieces of cod, yeah. onion, um, three over, like two big like pieces of potato on top, and then chopped hard-boiled egg and whole black olives. Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> Gross. Anyway. And two, and two pieces of white bread with no butter. <laughs> that's like every family dinner. God, that's so gross. Yo, Aiden, we appreciate you, Doc. Thank you so much for your question. Uh, no problem, guys. Have a good one. You too. Later. Here's a great question from Matt Tarbs. Someone breaks into your house while you're sleeping and you have to grab something within reach of your bed to protect yourself. What is it? <laughs> Catherine. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have anything on the nightstand? Uh, God, what do I have on the nightstand? I have a pretty heavy bottom lamp on the nightstand. Yeah. I have... There's a picture frame on the nightstand. I have a... Um, like a dish that I that Catherine put there, so I can put stuff in it. I think it's like an old ashtray or something like that that she bought online. But it's a heavy bottom; it's like marble almost. Oh wow! Um, so oh, yeah, I have, you can kill somebody with that. I have that. I used to have a weapon beside the bed. I always used to have like a like a club really? kind of thing. Yeah, I always had one in my room. Uh-huh. I always had a club in my room. Um, I have a spritz container of lavender uh, linen spray. <laughs> Make you feel comfortable enough that they'll just yeah. leave? Yeah. <laughs> I can whack them with the linen spray. Um, the, but I only it, have yeah. two things on my nightstand, and that's my charger for my phone yeah, and then a lamp. So I'd have to pick up the lamp and use the bottom end of it to try to bash whoever it is. No, I'd grab like the, the bookshelves underneath because like, my nightstand also is like has – Two shelves in it. Yeah. What would so, you grab? So there's like a like a candle. A candle. Like a big big candle. Yeah. You could hit him with a candle. I'd grab the the charger and strangle him with it. <sighs> yeah, but of course, you have to not that long. Then I gotta it. unplug it. Okay. And then you're never gonna get it back in, right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta do that thing. All in the dark. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. It's not cool. <laughs> Matthew could reach and get his bottle opener from the night from his. Why does he have a bottle what? opener? It's what are you guys no, doing in the, that room? <laughs> no, that's the penis one that he hides in there. I told you about the wooden penis bottle. Oh yes, yes, yes. Wait, I thought you said you guys keep it in the drawer in the kitchen. No, no, no. It's moved to the because we had people working and they. Oh, when the contractor came over the HVAC guys came over oh. they they moved the, the the penis bottle opener to the it's bedroom it's a wooden black penis bottle opener yeah. right yes so he keeps it in <laughs> right now it's in the nightstand yeah for how long has it been there for about a month yeah that's a long time <laughs> <laughs> that's too long yeah. <laughs> so I'd say that that would scare them away yeah you know what you should do you should do a test Maury you should take that and put it back in the kitchen and wait to see if it shows up back in Matthew's nightstand again <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, Aiden says here, what is your least favorite thing to do throughout your day? Mine is driving home after the show because I am so exhausted that, and it's pretty dangerous. If I close my eyes while driving home, mm-hmm. I could probably fall asleep. Really, huh? Yeah, I'm that tired. So my least favorite thing to do is to drive home after the show. Mm. Mine is waking up after a nap. That's yeah, because you feel groggy. Favorite, you feel like huh? absolute crap. Yeah. yeah, I would say coming in here in the morning. Why? Well, I guess because <laughs> I mean, it's early morning. Who wants? Yeah, it sucks. Right? Yeah. Who wants to it's wake up and fun. go to work? Yeah, it's not fun waking up to go to work. Waking yeah. up to come in here. It sucks. It's the worst part of my day. Oh, cutting onions for dinner. Yeah, you do that every day. Every That's the worst part of your day. It's cutting onions. Yeah. How many onions are you eating though? Well, Every most recipes, day? there's an onion or what are those smaller oniony things that you like? Onion minis. Yeah, they're called, they're called onion minis. 
<laughs> yeah, onion minis. Sure, we'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely waking up to do the show uh, is my least favorite part of the day. Rayman46 says, are it. any of you investing in cryptocurrency? Yes. Please, Maury. No, you're not. You bought a percentage of Bitcoin forever ago. You don't have the password for it. And you don't even know what it's worth right now. No, we, but fi- I, we figured it out one day what it was worth. And it wasn't that much, right? It, no, it was, it was like, like $1,000. It was like $1,000 or something so like that. So I would answer, yeah. I mean, I think that's, I've invested in it. Yeah, you have. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't have keep that. keep up with it. I will never, ever see no, that. No, it's funny. I had yeah. a conversation about this a couple days ago with somebody who invests. And I think he turned his $5,000. Yeah. I can't remember. It's definitely not Bitcoin. It's something else. But he turned five thousand dollars into a hundred and something that it's worth right now. Yeah, and he hasn't been investing for a long time. And I just don't know enough about that world to know what's good, what's not, how to figure out the percentage of real life dollars to well, because the difference a crypto. The difference is this: is that worth. is that is that Bitcoin and cryptos. And somebody and, and please correct me if I get this wrong, because I'm certainly no expert. But when cryptos first came out, it was it was seen as a currency where you would be able to buy these four dollars and then use them in places. If you right. remember cafes yeah. and, you know, you could rent cars and all this stuff where it was seen as a currency and cryptos are no longer seen as a currency. They're seen as a commodity that you invest in and then you just watch the price go up and down. OK. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have a lot of interest in that because to me, the stuff that I invest in isn't that kind of ri- I don't I, I just I'm not that specific right I don't go after yeah. specific companies I ETFs and everything else I'm fine with um, but I just don't do specific companies so I would never like I would never it was like when everybody was super hot if you had any friends that remotely knew like nothing about investing four or five years ago when the weed boom was happening, I oh, know people. Yeah. I know people that cashed out some savings and like big time money, second mortgages on their houses and lines of credit, and they went all in on these specific weed companies, and they all got taken for it. I got. I invested. Right? You did. Yeah. How much How did much? you invest? I invested a hundred dollars. Yeah. In the one that was supposed to be at Shoppers Drug Mart. And yeah. Like that. Yeah. I the name of it. Yeah. And it wasn't doing anything, so I sold them. Yeah. Yeah. So and that that's. That. So that's a, my, my philosophy is that if your friends start talking to you about investing and they start giving you investment tips, um, it's a dog. Because by the time people who are not experts in this get wind of something and then they start giving you investing advice, yeah. it's done. It's done I for. I once listened to my grandmother and invested in oil. Because she, right? yeah. she, she called me up. She's like, I got a hot tip on this oil, oil, yeah, <laughs> on this yeah. oil stock. So yeah. I invested. I lost so much money on oil. Oil's supposed to make you money, though. Yeah, no, more yeah, more Oil's the one thing that could make you money. How <laughs> did you lose money? This company got bought out by another company. Yeah. So then they sort then of they cash you out for you. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but but cryptos are like, cryptos are a whole different thing. And I and again, I don't know a lot about them. Hey, now, if I could have gone back in time, would I have thrown 10 grand into Bitcoin when Maury did? Oh, of course I would have. Yeah. Of course I would have made a lot, right? And I would have made a, I would have made a ton of money, but uh, but I just wasn't interested in alternative alternative currencies because that's what uh, that's what crypto was supposed to be. That's what Bitcoin was supposed to be. Now the blockchain and all that stuff and the oh my god, so um, and the sort of tech behind that and what's worth investing in there. That's a whole different kind of story. 
um, and you know people are making money off of off of that. But it's it's just a world that I'm unfamiliar with. So I rely on people who I you know sort of trust and pay to help me out with this kind of thing, and they've steered me clear of sort of those things yeah. in the past. Yeah. Uh, Jillian says here, is there something that you have a lot of that you organize and your partner thinks you're weird for organizing it like that? Pubic hair. Hmm. I'm joking. What? <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. The actual? <laughs> Yo. Oh Come on, that was a joke. That was just a joke. It was just a joke. I just oh sat there like, like, like where how I would organize my, you know, my pubes. That was just a joke, guys. Like it was a joke. <laughs> It was a joke. Like, it's just jokes. Who, what do you think he was serious? He lines them up? Yeah. Like, I just, like, I, I comb it, like, different ways or, like, stuff. Do you stuff? ever hold like, them up and see which one's longer? No, more. I don't, don't, I don't want to have this conversation with you talking wow. about pubes. It was a joke. Okay? It was a joke. Uh, c- continue with the question. I apologize for interrupting. That was so Con- weird. Continue with the question, man. Okay. Yeah. Is there something? No, that's the question. Okay, read it again. Is there something that you have a lot of that you organize and your partner thinks you're weird for organizing it like Pubic that? Pubic hair. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I'm joking I, again. I, I couldn't resist. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't resist. That's so weird. <laughs> okay. Now, would it still be attached? Yes. Or yeah, like my own. Like, no. Like, I don't have it in a bag. Would it be, it would it be removed? No. And, like, no. You have organized, like, on a shelf by No. Is it next to your name? No, it would just be my own. Like I just organize it differently. Like in a bag or in a jar? No, like my own on me. Oh, on you. Yes. Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> you don't shave? I didn't no, want Sh- you to. Shum looks like he's about to throw <laughs> up right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I trim down still, but you know, what are you going to do, right? Sometimes winter's, winter's coming. Pandemic. Come on, man. Don't right? worry. Answer? Uh, well, not as good as that. I was going to say stamps, like my stamp collection. You still have the stamp collection, Yeah, huh? I'm still buying more, and my uh, husband thinks I'm crazy for it. Yeah. yeah. I go to the post office, and the post office near me knows to hold the first day covers for me to look through and, and pick the ones I like. Wow, you're that guy. Huh? Yeah. You're that guy that goes in the post office. And, and they're, they're like, like Amori's here. Oh, wow. Wow. Do they ever like uh, like call you with some like hot tips on? No, no. They just here's... put the first day covers in a bin. <laughs> here's what we me. got coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Ask them what my pubes are worth. <laughs> <laughs> it's again, it's a joke. It. I can't it's even a joke. give an answer because that's all it's I'm a thinking joke. Right now. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, pubic hair is always a fun answer well, when you don't know what to say. Hats. Right? Yeah, it's, it would be. It would definitely be my hats and my sneakers yeah. because, like, hats, for example, I have them organized by color, but then within that that color scheme, it's by like whether or not it's Raptors or right. Wow, I don't know, like just any novelty, like a Toronto hat or yeah, whatever like it any is. novelty, yeah, like yeah, a, a yeah. leaves, like my round of like um like Blue Jays hats. Gotcha. Right, or I have like ones with like words or pictures. Them? I have a couple of um, baskets. You do, yeah. That I keep them in the closet. In. Wow. Do you ever bend the rim? Does that is that still? Yeah, a yeah thing? I still. This one's bent. No, yeah, but there's somewhere you won't a, bend the rim. No, no, I bend it just a little bit. Yeah, you Not don't. Like you, you don't wear the flat. Super I don't, flat. No, no, and I don't fold it like fold it in half right. the way some people. Like, so, like like me. Like a skid. Yeah, you like fold a, it. Yeah, you really fold yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to wear my hat like a skid. Does this one have the sticker? Oh yeah, this one. Which hat am I wearing today? I don't even know. Gold leaf. Oh yeah, it's a Raptors one. Uh yeah, the sticker's on this one. And then the other thing that I organize is um. In my work shed, mm-hmm. so like screws, mm-hmm. 
like the different sizes and yeah. lengths. I have those organized. Right. And then um, wood, lumber as well. Oh. Like two by fours are all together. Sheets of plywood are right. all together. Right. Two by twos are all together. Good for you. So I keep that. Keep I, it that's, looks efficient. Like that's efficient, though. That's efficient. That's <laughs> Can good I answer you, this on behalf though. of my husband on something that he organizes? <laughs> yeah, all absolutely. I will never understand. Yeah. Um, Concert reviews from the newspaper. Excuse me, what? what? He has a stack of concert reviews from the Toronto Sun, yeah. Jane Stevenson's collection, that he has a collection of a stack of them. And she came over once and he showed them to her. Where does he keep them? Like in a book, in a, in a binder? binder? But in like the just home like sp- specific artists or just all reviews? No, no, specific artists or whatever. Okay. Like, and he'll cut them out and, and put them in order of when they happened in this bin. Right. Concert reviews from the newspaper. And why was Jane Stevenson? At she your had house? to like file a report or something like that, and she called like she was nearby and needed somewhere to go. What do you mean she had to file a report? Like with the cops? <laughs> no, no, like she had to write an article. Oh. So she sat at our oh. dining room table, and she's writing an article at our dining room table. And Matthew's coming out of the office, going, "I have to show you this," and he's lining out all of her articles on the dining room table. <laughs> That's so weird. I keep I keep I keep these next to the jar of pubic hair. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see, Jane? Oh, man. All right, yo, we'll end on this one from Claudia. When is Dammit Mori replacing his busted-up Yaris? What should he drive next, and what's the budget? Well, I found out recently, so my bumper, I recently damaged that, but I got, like, a, an insurance claim on that, and they said that it's not worth, they're not going to cover it because... Mm-hmm the value of the car is less than what the repair sure. would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I found it, I didn't know this, that the dealership can actually heat up a hairdryer mm-hmm. and bend the bumper back into shape. Sure. So the next time I go in for an oil change, they'll do that for me, no problem. Okay. No charge. But how much is that going to cost? No, oh, no, no charge. charge. Huh. And Why don't you try it back up and running. If you know it's just a hairdryer. No, because I'll screw it up, because I'll screw it up. Like, I'll, like, I'll, like, melt It's a heat gun. You it's need a heat, heat gun. Like, you, yeah. somebody has to do it professionally or I'm ruining it. Right. So they'll do it, and then my bumper will be fine. Yeah, nice. Well, there you so go. So you think so, a Toyota, like a, a, a repair person, is going to be standing there with like a Dyson against the... the no, it's a, it's, a it's, a <laughs> it's a heat gun. It's a heat gun. It's a heat gun. It's a heat gun. Yeah. So what... Okay, but Maury, if you could get rid of the Yaris... Oh, I would love to, but Matthew said I have to drive this till it dies. Wow. Okay. So, close. so what's but what's next on the list though for you? We want like, like a like, after we the can't Yaris. It, no, no, no. We want like a Range no, Rover. No, no, no. Not no. What you want? What you can afford? What you can, oh, afford. What we can afford? Yeah. Like what would you? What would you? Like another Yaris, like, basically. Probably. Yeah. Probably, like another. Yeah. Like another Toyota or, or Ford or something. What did like you drive that? before the Yaris? I never had a car. Oh, okay. No, so this, I, is this is my first, first car. Yeah. Has Matthew ever owned a car? He doesn't have his license. He doesn't? No, I let him drive once in the parking lot of your wedding. Okay. And he, he went from one parking spot to another. Like, it was first time. I'm like, okay, easy does it. You and shouldn't I let be him... teaching anybody how to drive more. <laughs> yeah. With the amount of dents and scratches on your I know. Yeah. You're the car? worst driver. No, but I let him park the car. Yeah, and had it go. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. there's nobody around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, what kind of car would you... You'd probably drive like a Mazda or... We're thinking like a Tesla would be kind of fun. They're expensive, man. Oh, you can't afford, you can't a, afford Tesla. a Tesla? I know. You and can't you would... afford a Tesla. Yeah, no. Right, I could so it'll say, be like you know what? Yard. No, you know what? You know what you would... You know, you would probably... You and Matthew would probably love like um, like one of the Kias. Yeah. Right? You can get a cool looking car. Kias are we'll fine. never drive a Kia. Why? Because Matthew's dad drives a Kia. So that's out. So, so what? I'm sure Matthew's dad wears pants too, <laughs> but y'all still wear pants. I can't wear pants. <laughs> right. My father my, wears my, pants. My father. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs>
<laughs> wow, that's like. What about a mini? I could see you guys driving around in a mini. I was just gonna say a mini would be kind of. That cool. would suit you, yeah. but I it's think. not for groceryying. What about um, one of those Scions? Which is all can't buy those anymore. They don't even sell Scions they anymore. Don't make no, man, not in here. That was you a Toyota. It was owned by oh. Toyota. Yeah. Oh, so you can't get one of those. Yeah, I'm telling you, you guys, Toyota. you guys should, you guys should, uh, you could drive a Kia. Um, they got good cars, and you can drive into the ground. Like a Kia Soul. Yeah, but uh, I'd like something a little higher up. Like, like a RAV4 or something that you have to step into. No, wow. I can't see you guys in a RAV at all. No. I can't see you guys in an SUV. Not no, at all. No. Oh, it'll be fine, but no. whatever. The Kia Telluride is my favorite new car. It's too big, though. Catherine won't drive it. Um, that one and then the, the Ford Bronco Sport. Not, oh, not, not the, sick. Not, not, the, not the actual new Ford Bronco because it's too big. Like, I could just, I can't park that on the street. Is that the electric one? No, right? No, 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 no. Uh, but there is, quickly before we go, hold on here. Let me did find you, this. While thing you find for that, you. did you guys hear, um, you know, the new Ford, the electric vehicle mm -hmm. the, that they the have? The pickup truck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That if you, I think, I don't know if it's a modification or if this just comes standard because it's an electric vehicle. Actually, no, I guess it would be a modification for your house. Um, that if you have a power outage, you could plug basically your yeah. truck into your house really? to power your house for like three hours or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Look That's at, amazing. So look That's at smart. this. Look up this truck called the Rivian. Okay. It's R I V. I'm actually contemplating getting a truck, by the way. Guys. R I V I A N. R I. Oops. I V I A N. This electric. thing, it's it's fully electric, and not that I'm like super hot and for yes, electric stuff. Oh. Thanks more. Uh, but this thing. Oh yeah, this looks like straight out of the future. Right. Yeah. So, but there's a compartment in the back, like the upgrades that you can get on this on this truck, right? So there's a compartment. It's a it's a four door pickup, uh -huh. right? So anybody who's listening right now, it's a four-door pickup, and behind that passenger door, sort of underneath the bed <clears throat> where your pickup bed is, there's a compartment, and you can open a little door, and it's actually like either inside storage mm -hmm. that goes all the way through the entire width of the truck, or they will outfit that with a kitchen, a camping kitchen that pulls out and then legs come down that has running water and two gas burners and a like wow. a, bar a barbecue stove. What? And then when you're done with it, you just literally slide this thing back into the truck. Like what this, this hell? truck is crazy. Where is this from? It's its own company. It's like Tesla. No, like are they uh, like American or are they from? I don't even like, know. European or I don't something? Even, I Can don't you get even it in know. Canada? I don't even know. Not yet. I, I don't know when they're they're gonna start but to drop them. When would but you use that kitchen? But they're super expensive. When you go camping, starting at uh, sixty seven thousand five hundred. I'm sure that's U S. Yeah, U S. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. But dude, the truck is awesome. Like, because wow, I because nice. the, the the electric pickup truck market, especially with the the cyber truck and everything else, uh, it's gonna really get it's like it's gonna get super competitive. But that that Ford one, are you gonna get a? Are you you want a truck? Is that what you were saying? I do. Yeah. I want are you a gonna truck. Are you gonna get a um like a, a hybrid, one? an electric? I don't know. I need to read up a little bit more on it. Yeah. The the Ford one's cool. The Chevy one is all right. Um. The these are badass though. This uh, Rivian truck. I quite yeah. enjoyed driving a panel van for a while when I worked at radio station. If you're ever interested. In I have good things to say about panel vans. <laughs> talk cars. Oh Guys, God. I don't know if you've ever driven, if you've ever considered a panel van, but I've driven a panel van before. I have very good things to say about panel vans. It's got, it's got no windows whatsoever. <laughs> Keep those questions coming in every week. Uh, we'll post on Instagram 
at Kiss925 is where we post it to, and it reads Ask Roz and Mocha. This is where we get your questions from. Uh, this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the Kiss92.5 app.